The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Today, it's live coverage of the 2016 Carney High Wrestling Invitational. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Laux is going to choose down. He's down 5-4 to four here going into the third, and Pozoza's tough on top, Doug. Pozoza tried to put a leg in. Laux is able to spin out and get the reversal, and Connor Laux has now taken the lead 6-5 after an early... Gymnasium for wrestling this afternoon. The defending state Class A runners-up welcome in some of the top 10 teams in Class A and B for an early season test. All the action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join KKBR's first Director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from Carney High School right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from the brand-new Carney High Gymnasium. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Cuchera joining you here from the 2016 Carney High Wrestling Invitational. We're glad to have you along with us on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll let you know what's going on here first off uh, with uh, the distinguished gentleman that will be uh, helping me make sense of a new format here today. And, Larry, we'll start with you. Uh, Carney High's invite has never had 16 teams, but it's always been around 10 or 11. Last year it dropped to 9. This year, 7. Now the 7 are quality because 4 of them are ranked in Class A, plus Hastings now that's in B. So you've got 5 of the 7 teams here are state rated, but they did not do it bracket format. They've done it differently today to give the wrestlers some action here on this first Saturday. Yeah, Doug, and the thing is, is no, not as many teams. The Carney High invite, though, still has the clout that it's always had. There are some incredible matchups that are going to happen here today in the finals. Very quality teams, all teams that will be uh, have a say in uh, uh, how the Class A state championship will go come the third week of, of February. A pool format, Doug, they take and wrestle them in pools, uh, much like international wrestling is done. What it allows you to do in a regular bracketed format, you bracket them up and everybody just moves forward. With When you don't have eight in a bracket, what happens is you don't get as many matches but even if there are eight at the most, if you win going forward, you can only get three matches. So let's say, for instance, there's only four or five guys, say five guys in your bracket. You can come out of here today with four or five matches. So for many of these kids, it's a great way to kick off the turn or the season to have a tournament where you're going to get a ton of mat time. Frank Cuchera has a few uh, distinguished things sitting in uh, his trophy room from the sport of wrestling. What Frank would be different for the, just the general sports fan besides the number of matches how does it change maybe these kids some of them have got a, a, a duel in already but some of them this is their first day of wrestling how does this format make it different if at all well yeah, it's, it's definitely a little bit different um it's like uh, larry said it gives the kids a chance for more mat time gives the coaches uh, a better opportunity to see those kids over the stretch of instead of say just getting two matches you can see how they can perform over three or four or even five matches in a day um, versus an eight-man. And, and it, yeah, if, with only seven teams, if a, some weights may only have five kids. And so 
you, there's nobody's going to hardly get any matches there. So th this benefits, uh, I, I think, both the wrestlers and the coaches and the fans. Um, you can see everybody wrestle everybody today. Well, for the last 20 years that we've been covering this, obviously we know who's wrestling for first and second. We know who's wrestling for third and fourth on our coverage. We'll have about the same number of uh, matches here, uh, somewhere between about 28 and 35 per round, and we should have that many matches uh, with the 14 weight classes. We always had the 14 championship and 14 consolation matches. Before we get to highlighting what some of the good matches should be, Frank, coming off of uh, when you left, Century Lake Center uh, doing television for the state finals last year. Uh, what are some of the storylines and, and where is wrestling right now, especially in Class A? Because we talk about, I was talking with this off air with some folks yesterday. We had 32 teams. You draw about three lines. The bottom 10, there's not a whole lot of participation. Maybe the top eight uh, are about all that uh, are in consideration for uh, maybe making some uh, trophy runs, if that many, but about eight really solid programs in A, and everybody else is in the middle. Is that accurate? Yeah, I'd say that's that's fairly accurate. Going back to state to now, uh, I'd say the thing that I've seen is the activity level across the state as a whole, class A through D. Um, kids are out there. Um, they're more involved. They're getting more matches. They're, they're fine-tuning their skills. They want to be better. Um, we're seeing more and more college programs now um, at all divisions, even even within the state. And uh, I think kids are noticing that. They, they want to continue to wrestle. There's no reason they can't continue to wrestle at any level. And I think the level of wrestling is getting a lot better. Now, specifically for Class A, uh, I've had the most exposure to Kearney being in my hometown here. <clears throat> they got a lot of kids. They got uh, what's your hometown? Great facility. Well, okay. Rose, Nebraska. <laughs> current, my current address. That's right. My current address. <laughs> Carney, uh, Coach Swarm's uh, uh, doing a great job as always. He's got that room packed with kids. Uh, numbers are up. He's got some some fantastic talent, um, some some good uh, season talent, and some great young talent. Was uh, I think uh, on paper they had the most returning points uh, from state coming back into this year. So so they're going to be in it. Uh, Coach Keysweater's got them rolling at Columbus. They're going to be solid. They're here today. As you guys know, Lincoln East, those guys, they're, they're definitely on the up and up. I don't know where they'll be this year, but, but great things for them to come. So, uh, like we said earlier, maybe the quantity's not here, but the quality is as good as it's ever been. Yeah, no question. And I think, you know, you brought something up, Frank, about exposure and the ability, uh, to wrestle in Nebraska. We've always had great kids programs. We've had really solid, uh, high school programs. The college programs, what's really changed in Nebraska right now, you know, Nebraska Kearney, as you well know, as a national champion there yourself, is on the map, baby. Not, I mean, it's been there a long time. They're a perennial power. Uh, but from there, it was Shadron, UNL, not a ton of opportunity. Heck, last year, we had guys in the national NAIA finals from Doan, from Concordia. You know, we had guys in Midland at the national tournament. York, Hastings had an All-American. So you've got a situation now where you can wrestle from kindergarten through a graduate degree in this state if you'd like to. Yep, absolutely. And that's what I love about it. I mean, it, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter where you come from. Uh, if you want to continue wrestling with the sport, it, that gives these guys the opportunity to do it. Right, and I think the thing is, is when you look at it, just look around this gym today. Of course, you know, Bearcat City, right? We're in Kearney. This is wonderful. But if you take the discussion we just had one step further, watch the coaching chairs this afternoon, and it's a who's who from Loperville. You've got them... Columbus's head coach, Lincoln Southeast, or excuse me, Lincoln East, brought the two boys back. Grand Island, of course, um, 
uh, Carney. It's it's uh, Carney Wrestling has really and Bauer Wrestling has been permeated through the state, and you will really see it at the highest level today. Doug Duda, Frank Cuchero, Larry Baker here from the Carney High Wrestling Invite. We're about 15 minutes away from the first match here. We're going to take obviously a good look at what Carney, Grand Island, and Hastings are doing here uh, so far today as we head into the final round. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll kind of come back and uh, look at some of the uh, elite matches that we should have, meaning state-rated wrestlers. And tell you what, the last one today could be the best of them all when we get to the big boys. There's going to be a couple of good ones before we get there. We'll talk about them when we return from the Carney High Wrestling Invite on Classic Hits and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Cuchera, back with you here at the Carney Hire Wrestling Invitational. Uh, we can kind of tell you uh, by following track wrestling, uh, as we've done here over the last few years, uh, get after it and watch uh, along with the matches as well. We've got no problem with that. Our podcasts are up after this. Uh, we get a lot of wrestling uh, throughout the year. And kind of a reminder, Carney High, uh, they have a duel at Omaha Scut. On Thursday, Grand Island already got their season underway. And then, of course, a lot of the teams will go down to Omaha next weekend and then to the Heartland Event Center in Grand Island in a couple of weekends. But here are the brackets. 106, six guys were in it, four at 113. You also had six at 120 and 126. You had eight teams kind of going in at 132, six at 38, uh, four wrestlers at 45, then 655, and 456 at the end. But let's just kind of tell you how the kids have done from uh, each of the schools here today. And uh, I, before, as I kind of get to the page here, uh, Larry, tell me a little bit where Carney, uh, Frank kind of covered that, Grand Island and Hastings are. Grand Island, uh, after that great run they had, they're a little bit down as far as uh, where the numbers and preseason rankings and all those kind of things. Yeah, they're not not—they're not clearly not where they've been. I mean, that was an ozone that, you know, uh, some will never get back to, or if you do, you pray you never leave. But uh, they're a gritty wrestling team joy morrison you know his style is is that way and there you can definitely see that in them but he is rebuilding right now this is a a little more of a project to get the islanders back on the front page if you will but you're going to get gritty tough matches out of them here's go ahead i had a chance to talk to coach morrison this morning and i think he said he's got two seniors on his roster so real young and uh, I think a lot of his contributors are still in that sophomore, junior class. He's got a, a strong crop of freshmen. Um, and he said he's got, got, some, got some guys coming up through the ranks um, um, in the junior high as well. But, uh, yeah, young team, Grand Island. Well, let's take a look at what Grand Island uh, has done so far today. As Ramirez of Grand Island 
has come out at 106 pounds, and he has won all of his matches. Then Mendoza at 113 pounds uh, has dropped both of his matches today for the Islanders. All of these kids still have one match to wrestle here that we'll be bringing to you on Classic Hits. Emerson Urbina at 126. He was uh, upset in the first match, uh, if you want to say that, by Chayton Cook of Lincoln Southwest by a score of 8-7, to seven, but then has won his other three matches today. Colton Sliva has went 2-1 and one with his loss to Connor Lauchs of Hastings. At 130 pounds, Gavin Aiken has went 2-2 two and two in his matches today. Jacob Sheldon at 145, 0-2, and then had a bye in uh, one of the rounds as well. At 152 for the Islanders, Aiden Williams has picked up two victories today. One of those, a sudden victory uh, in his matches. At 182 pounds is the next weight class. Alex Castilla is 0-2. Eric Ortiz at 195 is 1-1. Oscar Richter uh, so far today is still looking for his first victory in four matches. And at heavyweight, Elmer Garay has picked up one win in his four matches. So that's where the Islanders set at this time. Taking a look at Hastings and uh, as I pull them up, uh, what does the move from A to B mu- uh, mean for Hastings, Frank? A to B, that Hastings is. Uh, I, I think I think they're on the rise as well. I mean, they've they've had some some tough kids. They got the Lauks kids back. Um, I think they're they're going to be a team to watch in, in Class B as well. I mean, they've they've competed tough in Class A for the last couple of years. Let's take a look at 106 pounds. Dylan Miller has went two and two so far in his matches today at 120. Mason Brumbaugh one and three. Connor Lauks at 132, two and zero. Oh. Uh, there are just four wrestlers in the bracket, and we'll get to the 132. That'll be one of the highlighted matches of the day. At 138 pounds for Hastings, you've got Tony Perez. Uh, he's looking for his first win. 0 oh and four today. Luke Wilkie at 145 uh, has not been able to pick up a win today. Joseph Keel, 0-3 at 160, and at 182, uh, Darnan Page has picked up three wins today, so he'll be wrestling for the championship at 182 pounds. Now Carney High, who is ranked second in the state, coming off uh, another great year last year. Braden Smith at 106 is 4-0. Riley Steele at 113 is 0-2. Philip Mooney at 120 pounds is a perfect 4 and all. He has three pins and a tech fall in his matches today. At 126, Colton Kowalik has uh, picked up two, three wins. He's 3-1. and one. His only loss was to Emerson Urbina. Nick James at 132 is 3-0. Tyson Spell at 138 is 4-0. Deontay Wilson, who Coach mentioned yesterday when he was chatting with us on the Doug and Daddy Show as a great wrestler uh, coming off the JVs, is 3-0. Judd Kuchera at 152 is 3-1 on the day. At 160 pounds, Trey Gruby, 3-0. Reese Nickel of the Bearcats undefeated at 170. Leo Paloma at 182 is 1-2. At 195, Sean Jackson is 2-0. Izzy Batista is 1-2 at 220 pounds. And Lee Harrington at heavyweight has won all four of his matches. So that is where we at as far as the uh, Tri-City teams. Let's take a look at the team scores, which... Uh, are, are scored obviously a little bit differently uh, as well. You got the pinpoint on that, Lair? The pinpoint on the on how they score this? Uh, nope. <laughs> Can't say that I do either. So no. you're not you're not alone. Oh man. No, because you'd get no advancement. I suppose it's just bonus and placement. That's that's my guess. Is yeah. my guess. So so your team score you'll get added up at the very end. 
probably won't be near as high as we've seen, but Carney High does have the lead in the team race as they are uh, uh, updating those forces as well. Yes. One good thing, Doug, with that is who knows how his team scores done. So Carney's just going to be smart enough to put themselves in the It <laughs> doesn't matter how it works. That's it, right. it just does. <laughs> Kearney has 103.5 points. Lincoln Southwest is second with 80. Columbus is third with 70. Lincoln East is fourth with 62. Grand Island is fifth with 54. North Platte is sixth with 46. And Hastings sets in seventh with 44. So normally you would expect uh, in that 200 to 220 range has been usually where the team champion has ended up. Maybe even 230 on a dominant year for Grand Island or Kearney when they've won it. Oh, you won't get anywhere close to that with the way the tournament is scored under this format. We'll take a break here on the New Tech Seed pregame show as we get closer to the start of our final matches for the 2016 Bearcat Wrestling Invite. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all... Our name says it all. Anderson Brothers, electric, plumbing, and heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Cuchera back at the new Kearney High School. Uh, looks good. Good crowd on hand here, uh, despite the fewer number of teams. And uh, one thing that is, always stays the same, it doesn't matter if it's the old barn, the new gym, it's warm in here. So if you were cool outside, just come on out and check out the final round of the Kearney High Wrestling Invitational. Uh, guys, I'm not aware of any, but uh, Frank, any major rule changes this year in the sport of wrestling that fans need to be made aware of? Gosh, I tell you, Doug, I, not that not that I can think of off the top of my head. It, it always takes me about a year to uh, adapt to, to what's going on anyway. But talk to me again at state tournament. I, I should be up to him by then. Well, usually we figure that out. Bakes anything new? Nothing. No, yeah. I don't. I I don't think so. Uh, so when we get slammed with something in the face, we'll explain yes, it. At the time. Yes, yes, yes. Wrestling's wrestling. It's all about the basics, dude. Uh, That's right. The basics. Takedowns. Larry, where are the highlighted matches uh, now that we get close to the finals? I know you've got a couple of them pinpointed. Well, I think I, I think the match of the day is at 220 pounds, where you're going to have Colton Wolf of Columbus, who's a two-time state champion, a three-time finalist. Uh, he's a tremendous athlete, great football player, and he's going to wrestle Connor Clanton of Lincoln Southwest. The interesting piece here is, is there are two, uh, or excuse me, they're both uh, rated number one in the state uh, at this point in a preseason poll, but Wolf is, has been rated at 195 pounds, and the question is, does he stay at a? Is, is this a deal where he's staying up here at 220, or is is he on his way to 195? That, that that will be the question. But you have two guys rated number one in the state, both in the state finals last year, where Connor Clanton was a state runner-up. With Wolf coming up, how does he handle the weight? That will be a tremendous match. I think that's your match of the day. I think it'll be a great match. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch Clanton Nets today. I've watched Wolf a couple of times. Uh, he's just dominant, 
just too much horsepower for these kids. Um, very powerful. Um, not explosive like you'd think, but just slow, steady, and power. Just raw horsepower. Yeah, he, he's able to get from a shot to a finish with a tremendous amount of uh, leverage, and he's able to finish most of uh, most of his shots, and it makes him a uh, train wreck to deal with. What else uh, do you have a penciled out today? Well, I think, uh, and Frank, I think can talk a little bit. 132 pounds is, it, again, Car- uh, Carney uh, Hastings. Uh, Connor Laux, uh, who we know is a state champion, uh, rated number four in Class B. D- B's kind of deep. He's at 132 pounds. The rating's down a little bit. But, again, has uh, left with a yellow medal from Lincoln. And he's going to wrestle James uh out of Carney, rated number one in Class A at 132 pounds. Yeah, fantastic matchup here. That's probably the one I'm most excited to see. Um, I'm expecting some fireworks there. Uh, both of those guys, uh, they like to just let it all hang out. I mean, uh, they're not afraid to go upper body. I think Laux likes to control situations a little bit more. Nick James is, is a little bit more of a wild card. He'll come out, he'll start throwing some double overs and some headlocks. Um, but Laux is so long and lanky and, and always great position, so he's going to be hard to score on like that. That was, that. that was the piece for me that makes this a really interesting matchup because Connor Laux, is, he's a technician. He's, he's long, hard to finish on because of that, but he's all about creating angles and getting to things very technically sound. And Nick James would just rather spit in his fists and just let it fly. And sometimes those types of matchups can be just lead to great matches. Yep, I agree. Should Expect fireworks at 132 today. That's Yeah, that's one weight that uh, hasn't disappointed. Yeah, and I would say at 160 pounds, you know, Trey Gruby is going to wrestle uh, the Karstens kid from Lincoln Southwest. That's a number two and a number four matchup. And, again, when we talk about Carney and talking about Carney legitimately um, uh, wanting to podium this year at, at the state wrestling tournament, Trey Gruby is going to be one of those guys that's going to have to score for them there so a number two four matchup there is is going to be a big match as well. Yep, Trey's a senior, a great leader for the Bearcats from what I've seen so far. Outstanding football player. Both these guys are, are, are going to be great athletes. Um, Gruby's got uh, he's got to stay under control if he uh, if he wants to, to win this match. He gets a little emotional at times, um, but I both guys uh, I expect to uh, put on a good show. Well, they're clearing the mats, Doug. We're getting close. So, again, there are no true championships. Like uh, the first one I'm looking at here is at 120 pounds. When they put the pools together by seeds, but no different than if you made a, a bracket, you're trying to get the one and two guys going against each other at the end. But Philip Moody, unless uh, he gets upset by Brumbaugh Hastings in the final match, uh, he's already went 4-0. Nobody else is undefeated at 120 pounds. So, uh, he looks like he's got that secured out. So we'll wrestle the 106-pounders, and we'll have three matches at 106. And uh, the biggest one, obviously, will be uh, Ramirez of Grand Island and uh, Smith of Kearney High getting ready to battle there. Then you'll have Morrow of Lincoln Southwest, McCain of Lincoln East, and Baldwin of Columbus will take on Miller of Hastings. Larry and uh, Frank ran down a few of the big matches uh, today and some of the other ones that we'll see uh, going into the final round, uh, Urbina from uh, Grand Island, he sat at 3-1. and one, And then you had uh, Cook and Kowalski uh, battling. Uh, that should be a good one at 126 pounds here today. The 132-pounders, as they told you, should be a, a fine one as well. Larry, uh, 
again, this is a new format, so it's new to us, and uh, we'll be we'll be learning along just with the fans as well. Yeah, I think the key is we we know the big matches. You know, right here at 106, Ramirez and Smith, both state rated, both guys that'll be in the mix of things at the end of the year. It'll be a good one. We'll have our eye there. Well, that will be the one that gets things underway. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark. Your New Tech Seed dealers will start the wrestling right after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, our producer-engineer Stacy Johns. We're ready to get things underway here at 106 pounds. Dylan Miller of Hastings and Thad Baldwin of Columbus, and then what will be your championship match, Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island and Braden Smith of Kearney. Now, Grand Island did get the one extra match because of the duel that they always have against Columbus on opening night, and uh, Columbus won that one by a score of 51-25, to and Bakes, they're underway down there. Uh, both have just kind of tried to tactician each other out through the well, first 40. Yeah, Alicio Ramirez was in deep from Grand Island and really had it finished. And Braden Smith, just a freshman, showed a tremendous amount of guts and really experience there. Kind of funk rolled his way completely out of that. Still no score. Yep, you're going to see that uh, out of Smith. Right now he's d- trying to dig double unders and gets a little hip toss for two on the side. Smith's real explosive, real explosive wrestler. Wow, he, he just trapped the, the arms there and just hip toss. Uh, Dale Bean says they're out of bounds, not, so they're going to yeah, stay on their feet. The over here in the uh, Miller match for Hastings, he's won his final match today over Baldwin of Columbus with a pin in a minute and 35 seconds. So uh, Miller picks up three wins today at 106 pounds. Watch for a twister over here. Smith transitions nicely from a front head to a slide by but uh, Ramirez with some nice defense nice reshot back to another single leg gets his head outside where they're rolling well I tell you what I wouldn't want to wrestle this Braden Smith kid he is tough there's some high level scrambling going on down here he's not wrestling like a freshman that's for sure that's exactly right because Ramirez has been in twice really deep and Ramirez a junior himself uh, coming with some nice nice leg attacks but Smith showing some uh, pretty good resolve saying calm in there and comes out with two great scrambles in the first period. Frank, has he done a fair amount of wrestling? I mean, is he fairly seasoned with regard to his uh, youth career? He has. He has. I'm not sure exactly what his accolades were, but I I did follow him this summer. I know he got a lot of matches, and he was somebody that, that let's put it this way, that they're not surprised by his performance today. So the first period comes to an end as Braden Smith, of Carney has the 2-0 lead. He wins the toss. He'll defer. So Ramirez of Grand Island will take bottom here to start the second. Yeah, and it's very good. He's kind of tight waist, high half there uh, is Braden Smith from Carney. He looks good on top. 
See, had great body uh, control and position. Uh, just looks to be very comfortable in all positions. Over here at Matt 3, guys, uh, they're going to skip around. We're already at 120 pounds uh, because of the short bracket at 113. So it's Philip Mumi of Kearney taking on Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings. And uh, Mumi has controlled it and now has just finished it off with a pin in a minute and five seconds. Yeah, Mumi's another tough one. He's a hammer in this lineup, number two in the state right now in the early part of this season. But he's another one. His body looks good. He's put together... Put a little muscle on from last year, it looks like. So he goes a perfect 5-0 and today to win the 120-pound bracket. Yeah, talk about uh, taking it to the next level in his offseason. Uh, I don't think anybody did that more than uh, Philip Mumy. Uh, anybody in the state, almost. Uh, there's a couple of kids that are up there, but it's in terms of traveling and, and the level of competition from uh, All-American at Fargo on the Greco side, he did some overseas competition, got, got over a ton of matches this summer, and... Uh, yeah, he's he's a guy that the Bearcats are looking towards this year. Back over on mat number one in the essential final at 106 pounds. Ramirez of Grand Island has not been able to get off bottom uh, through the first minute of the match against Braden Smith of Kearney, who still leads 2-0, trying to ride him out here in the second. And it is impressive. At 145 pounds or maybe a different weight, sometimes the grade doesn't matter quite as much. At 106 pounds, it really does because they – junior at 106 very seasoned much more mature than a freshman and none of that has worked for ramirez here nope. down on mat two uh, it is going to be riley Steele of carney and david mendoza of grand island both are zero and two trying to finish on a high note here and they've wrestled the first minute of their match and are scoreless on mat number three, we're up to 126 pounds. Grand Island's Emerson Urbina taking on Mason Ingwerson of Lincoln East. Uh, Urbina is 3-1 and one on the match today and uh, trying to finish here uh, in second if he can get a win. Yeah, and Urbina is, is one of Grand Island's hammers. He's a very good wrestler, uh, not currently in this early part of the season rated, but he's a very, very good wrestler. He's another one that can be very tough to finish on. And we have come to the end of the first period down there at 106 in the finals of the 2016 Carney Wrestling Invite. It's still two to nothing as Carney High, Bright, Braden Smith able to ride out Alicio Ramirez, and so two nothing. And now it'll be uh, Smith of Carney to take bottom and try to extend his lead. Yeah, and this is a tough spot to be in because with your Ramirez, you really don't want to go back to your feet where he's just so dangerous. And will, you know, can you turn him? Well, this is what we'll see. Coming in, transitioning junior high to high school, high school to college. Bottom mat wrestling is one of the toughest uh, transitions to make, but Braden Smith doing a nice job hand control and getting his one there. On our other matches, it's still scoreless between Urbina of Grand Island and Ingwerson of Lincoln East with uh, half a minute to go in the first period, and then Mendoza of Grand Island and Steele of Kearney are going to wrestle a scoreless first period. Yeah, and Braden Smith just has no fear of down-blocking that shot and coming up in an upper body tie. He is not afraid of those double-unders with the 3-0 lead in the third period in his first uh, first varsity high school ma- tournament. He's still going after it. Yes, but. he is. Smith just backed up on a shot, though, and uh, I think your official close to warning him. He's telling him he's got to wrestle. He does have one warning from top and back in the second period, so that... We'll see if it comes in, but he's still being fairly aggressive. Ramirez needs to push the pace like he was in that first period. Down to 45 seconds to go in the 106-pound final. Carney's Braden Smith leads Ramirez of Grand Island 3-0 on their feet right in the center of the mat. 
Uh, if you're Ramirez, that's frustrating, though. You come in, yes. you tie up like that, and Smith says, bring it on. Oh, an inside trip attempt by Smith. And it looks like Smith's the one that's down by three instead, yes, of, it does. instead of the other way around. I was going to say, Ty Swarm probably just swallowed hard and said, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You're up 3 nothing. We don't gamble with 30 seconds yeah. to go. As a coach, you like to see that aggressive. You like to have a guy with no fear like that, but it, it can come back to bite you if you're too the, aggressive in those what situations. What I do like in that situation, though, is he went to an inside trip and not some sort of throw. Right. Down to 20 seconds. 3-0. Carney and Ramirez of Grand Island trailing. And it looks like Ramirez has got a chance for one more shot, but you can just tell when they pop up on the mat, he just had that look like, I can't do anything right here, and it's going to be over. The last five seconds roll out. They flatten out on the mat, and it is going to be Braden Smith of Kearney winning his first varsity tournament, and it is a 3-0 final here over Ramirez of Grand Island. It'll be interesting to see him in February. He won't be a freshman any longer by then. You know, he'll have all that high school experience. Oh, Hagan. Well, Miller's getting, you know, getting whipped into shape. Hagen's fired up about it, that's for sure. Well, well and, and it, it, everybody's turns different two months from now, too. It, it's a grind, and yes, uh, being a freshman, uh, that, that could take a toll on him, too. We see that happen a lot. Guys, let me get your early prediction right here. We said Carney second because Millard South is number one. How much distance is there between Millard South and Carney High as we set here and what they have to do over the next three months? I, I'm going to have to see Millard South first, I guess, before I can, can really comment on that, see what their lineup looks like. I, I think they are probably going to be the favorites, but uh, we've seen it happen before. Anything can happen there. There's uh, there's three or four teams that, that could be in the mix given, on any given day. I think what Carney's been able to do, I mean, most people are going to point to Millard South because they think they're going to get the bigger points out of Millard South, the top-end points. But this Carney team, and you've seen this now over about the last three years, and I think you're going to see it really start to happen this year. Is they're deep. They're not great maybe anywhere, but they're not bad anywhere. Consistency and depth, yep, absolutely. They're going to be there again on Saturday morning. Is that what you're telling me in Omaha? Let them chant. Metal round. There you go. Let's take a look at what else is going on as we are winding down a couple of periods here on Matt 3. Emerson Urbina of Grand Island is trailing Mason Ingerson of Lincoln East. one nothing. Ingerson had bottom of the second, got the escape. They're ready to start the third period. Urbina will be on bottom trying to get the escape to tie things up. We're getting ready to head to the third period here between Riley Steele of Kearney and David Mendoza of Grand Island. Same thing. Steele was on bottom, got the escape in the second period. So now Mendoza will take bottom to start the third period in a one nothing matchup. Our other match right now on Matt 1 is between Carter Cuchera of Columbus and Max Mayfield of Lincoln East at 113 pounds. This will be for the 113-pound championship, one of the brackets that had just four young men in it. Yeah, the quicker they can get on a linear line, be okay with me. <laughs> Keep you on your toes today, Larry. That's right. The escape has taken place over here for Urbina of Grand Island, so he and Ingersoll of Lincoln East are 1-1 with a minute 15 to go in the match. And back over here in the... Middle mat between Steele of Kearney and Mendoza of Grand Island. Mendoza just about popped out of there. Steele's able to whip him back down, break him down to the mat. Mayfield in on a single leg, looking for back points. Transition nice to a half Nelson over Kachera here. And Columbus, oh, he sucked it up tight. I, I believe this is two ranked wrestlers here yes. on mat one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. And you've got Kuchera's number two in the state, Mayfield number five. So in the preseason ranking, you've got five putting it on too right now and that was a great transition from a leg takedown to get back and mayfield just a freshman so hard to rank a freshman very rarely preseason one but five nothing as the first period comes to an end 
in favor of the freshman Max Mayfield of Lincoln East. Well, Again, want to remind folks, can't all hear 98.9 or any radio station outside of a, a so-mile distance, but you can hear us always online. So if you're in the Lincoln area or uh, to the east of us, don't forget PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can hear all of our wrestling action here for the 2016 Carney Invite. Go ahead, Larry. Well, that's the, the, the freshman that we were talking about down there, uh, tremendous wrestler, uh, has had a pretty fair amount of pub coming into this season uh, because he has uh, been fairly decorated. Of course, the newest member of the Bearcats, Tyler Herman, and I were having a discussion with him uh, about the young man uh, here before the finals, and there are people really expecting some big things from him. Yeah, he's a name uh, like a Philip Mumy, uh, like a Nick James. Guys that put in a ton of matches this summer that you see just keep popping up, and uh, we're seeing him perform here today as a freshman. Over here on mat three, Emerson Urbina gets a takedown in the last 10 seconds for a 3-1 win over Ingwersen of Lincoln East. So uh, at 126 pounds, Urbina today got beat by Cook of uh, Lincoln Southwest in the first match of the day, 8-7, to but then he is able to win the rest of his four matches and goes 4-1 and today. We'll take a break. More wrestling coming up here for the 2016 Carney Invite in a moment. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Don't forget, we do have high school basketball airing on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Carney Catholic's home opener this afternoon against uh, Holdridge just getting underway. We are at the 2016 Carney High Wrestling Invitational. Also, a couple other things I want to mention because how incredible is this? Hastings College is playing for the national championship in two sports today. The volleyball team won in four sets today, and they will take on conference foe Dort in the championship match tonight in Sioux City. And the soccer team, a winner yesterday as well, in overtime will play at 5 o'clock this afternoon. I don't care what level you're at, guys. They're playing for two national championships today. I don't know what you can even compare that to. Big thanks for the Broncos. That's right. you got to love Bronco volleyball. Well, let's see what's going on uh, here as we've got a couple of the non-Tri-Cities Matches going on, but Riley Steele and David Mendoza look like they are headed for overtime here, both trying to get a win here at 113 pounds. Uh, Max Mayfield of Lincoln East leads Carter Kuchera of Columbus 9-2 to now, 10-4 to with a minute and a half to go in their championship match at 113. And then you've got Connor Douche of Columbus and Brayton Flanders, Branton Flanders of North Platte wrestling right now uh, at 126 pounds, one of the full weight classes today. Yeah, Mendoza did a good job scrambling out of that for Grand Island. 
in that match in overtime. Steal out of Carney really has put the pressure on Mendoza. Mendoza's been able to slip his way out of a lot of these things. He's going to have to get his offense going. Of course, just a moment away here from one of what should be two or three of the best matches today, the 132-pound final between uh, James of Carney and Laux of Hastings. Young weight class here today at 113. Freshman, freshman, sophomore, sophomore. A lot of talent here, though. Yes. Carney faithful coming to their feet here, and it looks like we're going to get a locked hands. Is that what they call, guys? I believe it was a fleeing. I'm yeah. fleeing the mat. Overtime. So we still go, or is that it? Yeah, that's a, that's, that should be it, right? Yeah, it's it's one green. That should be it. Or was it locked hand? He well, did give the locked hand. Well, yeah, but that's a technical violation. Oh, yeah. The signal now is always it looks as though locked hands, and then they uh, give the that's the dumbest rule ever that they actually changed yeah. that they made that signal be the locked hand signal. But yeah, he uh, we had just alluded to that Mendoza's been kind of getting out of these things here and there, and that was a situation where that's exactly way out and would flee the mat. Mayfield still racking him up over here. He's going to come away with a major, 14-5 to over Carter Cuchera. Yeah, very, very impressive. Cuchera's a great wrestler as well. And that's your final at 113 pounds. So Mayfield picks up the win there. And then uh, what we were talking about in the consolation match at 113, uh, it does end up going to uh, Steele of Carney, 2-1 to in overtime. So what we've got going on now, a few wrestlers from uh, North Platte, Lincoln East, and Columbus that are battling, uh, anticipating the 132-pound final that's about ready to get going here. But uh, this is a good chance to hear from our sponsors. No one from the Tri-Cities on the mat at the moment. We'll take a break and be right back. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Back to the Carney High Wrestling Invite. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Cuchera. Glad to have you along with us here as uh, the 126-pound weight class. Got some good wrestlers going on out there, but uh, still waiting for the Cook matchup here. Looks like uh, he has a chance to finish things up if he can beat Kowalik of Carney in his final match. Urbina already uh, 4-1 from Grand Island. A loss to... Uh, Cook 8-7 in the first match of the day. So three matches going on right now in the 120-pounders. Jordan Pulver of Lincoln Southwest has a lead in his match over Jesus Barg of Columbus. 
by a score of 6-1 to one as the first period comes to an end. He's trying to finish it by a pin, but isn't going to get it. It'll be 9-1 to one at the end of the period. Then we have Jordan Barber of North Platte with a 2-0 lead over Breckland Sperling of Lincoln East at 120 pounds. And then finally we have Connor Douche of Columbus with a 4-2 deficit to Branton Flanders of North Platte as they begin the third period. Douche of uh, Columbus will be on bottom with a chance to possibly get things tied up. What do you guys think when we get to Laux and James? Uh, Styles, uh, Larry, what are you expecting that 132 final? Yeah, I think it's going to, you know, as we talked about at the top, I think it's uh, stylistically it's a great matchup because you've got the tactician against the dude that you don't know if he's going to decide to be a tactician or just bloody your face or, you know, try to end it in 20 seconds. Yeah, I, I think Laux is going to try and slow him down. Um and James is going to, uh, who knows? I mean, I've seen the kid double overs in the first period. I mean, he's, he's absolutely fearless when he gets out there. Should, should be exciting. And I think that's the key with James is he's, what, what's going to make him a great wrestler as he goes forward is he really can kind of wrestle any style. There's, there's not one that kind of stumps him. Uh, you know, a lot of kids, that physicality piece, they struggle with that a little bit. Uh, if they're a tactician, and he's, he's the kind of kid tech, he's very technically sound, yet he's okay with the physicality. Yep, he's going to come out and, and punch you in the face, so to speak. He's not, not afraid to get physical. Those are our seeds to success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service. Delivering success. We know this isn't the only sports that is going on today, so while we wait for some more of our Tri-Cities wrestlers, let's let you know that at the end of the first quarter in the SEC Championship, it's Alabama 16 and Florida 9. Uh, Tonight we will have Wisconsin and Penn State 7 o'clock on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Don't have to worry about Navy messing things up for Western Michigan. They got rolled by Temple today by a score of 34 to 10, and at Bedlam, Oklahoma pulls away. This was a 17-17 game. Oklahoma wins it today 38-20 over Oklahoma State. And uh, those are some of the championship games going so, on. Doug, the question is, is now that the regular season is over for Mr. Gundy, does the mullet go or does the mullet stay? His <laughs> wife supposedly likes it. Well, then you know the answer, right? Because if you haven't seen it, you need to make sure and go Google Coach Gundy's mullet. Happy wife, happy life, That's right? right. Well, we're ready to get it underway, boys. At 132 pounds, a dandy Connor Louts of Hastings and Nick James of Kearney. Yeah, and you see James right away. He doesn't just go to an underhook. He digs that underhook in yep. pretty physically there. And there's Louts using that underhook, going overhook to a nice short fireman's there for an easy two, relatively easy. Yeah, that really was. He had trapped that arm. It's just kind of shoot that outside single. If you trap that arm and screw it to the mat, nowhere James could go. James was smart not to fight that, give him two, and know you can wrestle the rest of the match out. I think this is where Laux is going to dominate. He's here on top with his length. We saw his length there. As soon as he, as soon as he cranked down on that, that overhook, uh, he could easily reach the legs. Yeah, and look at that. He's running that spiral, that claw all the way across. Very, very tough. His length is an issue, and he looks a little thicker this year, Frank. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. That was one of the issues. He just wasn't thick enough, and uh, Laux looks much thicker this year. Well, it's something that comes with maturity, too. You know, these, these boys are still growing. They're going to put on 10, 15 pounds this summer. 
and they're working hard, and you can see both of these guys are they're specimens. Laux finished fourth at 120 pounds last year for Hastings. Laux with a two-on-one tilt there, rolls through, puts him in danger. He's going to get a two count. Yeah, he never, ever did show the count. I, did, I don't know what the heck was going on there with the officiating. He should have had a visual count there. I think, I think he was doing it on his way around, trying to get around there to catch up with the action. James, by the way, finishing third last year at 132 pounds after losing to a Rollins in the semifinals out of North. Yeah, and we know Laux the year before was a state champion. So a lot of state medals here, uh, both in the, in the past and I'm sure to be in the future. He had a brutal bracket last yes, year at State. What about that, though? He bounces two weight classes. James stays at the same weight class. Advantage, disadvantage? It, it, it goes both ways. Everybody's different, but, um, you know, the weight cut affects people differently. Um, it's hard to argue, especially in high school, with a kid that's on full feed and feels great. Um, I, I would I would think that would be an advantage over somebody that, that's, that's been cutting weight and working out three times yesterday and two times this morning or whatever, whatever it was. And yeah. We may see that, too. It does look to me like Laux has grown into this weight. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he looks big. He looks bigger than Nick James than me, for yeah, he, sure. He looks a lot bigger than Nick. I would agree. And the physicality piece has been opposite of what we thought it would be so far. Uh, yeah. Laux has just controlled this thing. Lauk's up 4 nothing. He got the takedown of the two near fall. He will take bottom to start the third and has a quick pop out of the bottom and not going to get the reversal, but looks like an escape, boys. Well, maybe. Lauk's yeah. is turning it up a level here. Yes, he is. And I will tell you here, though, Nick James just did a fabulous job getting that thing to, to the feet and not ending up on his back. Yeah, it could have, could have easily been a reversal with some more backs there. You know, credit credit James for putting himself in danger. He threw a leg in, went to that went to that crab ride right away. But Laux is Laux is too too good for that man. He's really savvy, really long, and you can see he he did he went to another level. There's James with the lateral as Laux comes out of the shot. Nick James has got him in trouble. He's in big big trouble. And here was the key when they come to their feet. I was just getting ready to say it. Laux better be on a leg attacker. He's going to go for a ride. Laux came in strong there. And James takes him for the ride, gets the fall. It's exactly what we said. You had this thing play out. Laux came out, was a tactician, did everything right. And Nick James took it into the back alley, made it a street fight, and ended it. Oh, I got goosebumps. That was a fantastic matchup. I I honestly thought Laux was going to dominate that match. After that first period, I thought he had a major. When they went back to their feet, though... I was just getting, I was waiting for one of you to get done talking, and I was just going to say, Laux better get in on a leg, because he can get in trouble here. That fits right into James's match, because at that point, he's down 5 nothing. He's going to go to where he feels best, and it's those types of things. What a reversal of fortune, which can happen when you've got two outstanding wrestlers that pretty much have all the moves, and James will win at 132 after being down 4-0 and just doing a good job to get to the restart in the second period. I'm a little sad, Larry, though. I'm a little sad. The only reason is I don't, I don't know if we're going to see that matchup again this no, year. No, I, I, I'm sure we won't, and the tough thing is I really wanted to see six I really wanted to see six minutes of that match uh, there, and it ended the way it did. Um, it's the thing about James is he's, he's always in a match. Lauks, that, that actually is going to – bode well for him because you did see I mean he looks like a different kid right now this year on a mission 
uh, from last year, and I think you'll see all he needed to do is get in on a leg, and he was probably going to keep that train rolling. What you don't ever want to do is wrestle with a guy where he's best. Yep, and well, you thought he was on a mission before. This yeah, is, no this is going to burn. I mean, yep. this is going to start a fire in his belly, and, and that's you know maybe that's what, what a kid needs like this, and he'll turn it up a level, and, and I think – Doug, you're correct. These guys will meet probably. Uh, they'll, well, they'll see each other at conference. The best chance is to see them at conference at the end of the year, and, and what the guys are referring to now that they are not both in Class A anymore. You know, there's a chance depending on where they fall in pools. I mean, it would be more of a of a dual situation where the coaches wouldn't even have to necessarily put them up against each other uh, because they want to go get the six or or whatever they're comfortable with at a different weight class. Because obviously, both of these guys can probably wrestle up and. If Lauks, I assume he's going to stay at 32, uh, but you know, early in the season, in the next two weekends, you could see him move up and down. Connor Lauks looks good. I mean, I mean, he 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 got uh, flat out pitched and pinned right there, but he does look good. Let's let's update on a couple other matches that are going on right now. Coton Kowalik of Carney High has fallen behind five nothing to uh, freshman Chayton Cook of Lincoln Southwest. At 126 pounds here, uh, Cook trying to uh, run the table here and uh, win the 126-pound title by going undefeated. Uh, they had a match this morning, his first one out of the gate, beating Urbina of Grand Island. Of course, again, just a freshman, hard to know what to do sometimes with these freshmen. and uh, He drew in early and was able to get the win, so if he can win here, he'll pick up the 126-pound medal. And then you also uh, have... North Platte's Dom Triddle and Colton Sliva of Grand Island wrestling in a uh, third-place match over 132 pounds, and Sliva is now up 7-3 to three with a minute to go in the second period, but Triddle just scored the two, so he's in a little bit of a better position right now trying to score from top. And in our middle match, it's over. Cook has just finished it off with a pin early in the second period here, so... Cook of Lincoln Southwest is going to win. Here's another freshman that wins his weight class, and this is at 126. Yeah, we have a lot of freshman flavor. I saw it. I was watching the Ravenna invite on track wrestling last night. A lot of young kids right now. A lot of freshman flavor. It doesn't look like freshman flavor, though. Yeah, I mean, that's these, right. These guys are... Uh, well, and I, I think that bodes to what, what you talked about in the open. Just wrestling has really... Uh, become more of a 12-month sport in Nebraska. We hope you're enjoying our coverage of the 2016 Carney High Wrestling Invite. We've been doing it for more than 20 years. The 2016 Invite here on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We've got more Tri-City Wrestling action going on right here. As we take a look at the team scores, Carney 134-and-a-half. Lincoln Southwest, 93. Lincoln East, 79. Columbus has 76. Grand Island, 63. North Platte, 55. And Hastings, 54 at this point in the tournament. Gavin Aiken and Tyson Zeppel of Kearney wrestling at 138 pounds. And Sliva of Grand Island has a 9-3 lead as they start the third period. And now he's trying to get tilt there, Larry, to get some back points and score from top. Yeah, Sliva's looked really good, very much in control of this match, very physical. He, he is another one that looks like he's done a lot of work on his body uh, in this offseason. He's doing a great job. He's running that wrist. He just, yeah, he's going to get three more backs here if he doesn't end it. He may sit out with this. There's a minute 15 left. Sliva's got plenty of time. He just needs to get his head scooped. 
Minute 10 left in the match there. Seeple of Carney gets the first two points over Aiken of Grand Island, and he leads it 2-0 on a restart. Yeah, and Silva, uh, Sliva gets the pin, Doug. So nice win for uh, Colton Sliva at 132 pounds for the Islanders. Yeah, that, that was pretty really impressive. good weight class. Seeple's looking pretty tough on top here in the middle, Matt. Uh, he's been not afraid to throw the legs in, trying to work that power half. Close to backs, but nothing yet. Oh, he's got to get out to the side here just a little bit. There, he's oh, going to get some backs. Working that cross face. There's the backs. Well, Seeple has had a great day so far today. He is undefeated, so he's trying to win the uh, tournament here at 138 pounds. He's another one of those guys that Coach Swarm would, you know, if you asked him before today, yeah, he's solid. Uh, what's that going to mean for us? I really don't know yet, but today looked like a solid day for us. Yeah, he looks very aggressive, looks confident in uh, what he's doing. Aiken for the Islanders lost to Spawn in 39 seconds. Uh, Seeple was a winner over Spawn in their last match, and then he also lost to Fulmer of Columbus 11-4. to uh, Seepel beat Fulmer of Columbus by a score of 6-3 to three in some comparable matches from earlier in the day. Seepel looks real confident. That looks like an illegal headlock. Yeah. But time ran out, so they, <laughs> I think they let it slide. I was going to call it. I don't know. Charbonneau's mad behind yep, the table. Yep, He's letting there them know. Is. Yeah. <laughs> so Seepel looks really confident on top, but uh, darn near got reversed at the buzzer there. Sometimes when those guys get to rolling around with their legs in, They'll get in some of those spots. Maybe the leg will slip out and their head's still hanging over. You've really got to keep that good position at all times there. Unfortunately for the Islanders, uh, Aiken forgot to grab an arm with it. That's right. 6-0 lead for Seeple heading into the second. With what was really a very dominant first period all in all positions. Seeple's going to stay on bottom here with his choice to start the second period. There it didn't just... take long to pop out. Got the escape 7-0. And on a shot again, Bakes. Yeah, no, and he's just far superior on his feet. The Islander wrestler's just not able to stay with him on his feet, Doug, and he's going to give up back points again. So the Aiken's hanging on that head. He's got it locked, but he just bailed, stayed with it too long, and just buried himself. Yeah, he was trying to kick him up and over, but he didn't have anything, enough leverage to ever be able to get that done. And Seeple's going to get the pin. Two minutes and 32 seconds, and here you go. Sophomore perfect today in his uh, first five matches so steps up there and gets the victory for Carney High at 138 pounds Bearcats are rolling right now Doug they're on a heater what guys didn't you kind of think that's the way it would be today uh, Carney versus the best of everybody else I mean that's a little exaggerated I understand that because uh, right now you've got Southwest setting in second Lincoln East in third but I think Carney Hyde probably is going to end up doing pretty good against the entire field, maybe half the champs, five, six of the champs. In this tournament, I don't think when you looked at it, there's no question, Doug, that it was uh, Carney was by far and away uh, the the best team here. Columbus Columbus has got a lot of hammers yet to come, though. Yeah, traditional scoring, traditional tournament, it it would be, I think, a little bit closer uh, than what we see today, but... um, uh, you, you alluded to it earlier. Just so much consistency and, and, and depth from weight to weight uh, for the Bearcats, and, and some good, some good uh, performances too. And again, right now, uh, none of the Tri Cities wrestlers are on the mat, so it's a good time to say Bernie Madison is here and to take a break and be back with more of the 2016 Carney High Wrestling Invite on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, and uh, Frank Uchera live from the Carney High Wrestling Invite. I want to thank Athletic Director Mitch Stein and, of course, all the fine sponsors that allow us to uh, bring you all of the activities. And, of course, for some of us, we also want to thank those that provided lunch. Hey, lunch was good, and the company was good. The uh, new dean of all academia, Mr. Herman, joined us for lunch this morning or this afternoon, which was awful nice. Learned a lot. Yes. How weird do you think that was when he got up, because their first meet was always on Friday. How, how weird do you think that was when he left school yesterday and went home? Well, he probably loved it because he's got his little girls at home, and he probably dug it that he was able to do that. Today's the same. He's always been at the Carney Invite every year. Well, and one thing we can do with uh, Coach Herman is is he's studying up to be part of our broadcast later on of the year. Yes, that's right. The state tournament is going to be a star-studded event for the semis let's get back to the wrestling here and on mat number three right now you have at 138 pounds tony perez of hastings taking on cade fulner of columbus perez looking for his first win of the day fulner's picked up uh, three of them so far today so uh, perez will be the underdog uh, in that match no championship matches on the mat right now although mcmeekin of columbus uh, wrestling on our middle mat here against uh, Muling of Lincoln Southwest at 145 pounds uh, might be about as good as it gets at 145 today. And McMeekin has a 2-0 lead uh, as they go to the second period. So speaking of Coach Herman, uh, new position and the new digs, what do you guys think of the facilities here today? Uh, you, you know what? I really like it when I pulled up. I told Doug this morning on the phone, <laughs> I said, now, that is out by Yanny, right? I hadn't even been out here yet. Uh, so, no, what a wonderful place. And you know what I like about the gym? Most of the big Class A gyms are just these big, sprawling, giant deals. This has a little bit of a kind of an old barn feel to it. It really kind of does. It's very intimate. It comes straight up. It's not so uh, sprawled out. There's not a lot of the extra floor space. And I'm sure it was a great atmosphere in here for the basketball game the other night, and I, this venue, I think, will be great for a big-time duel at some point in wrestling. I really like it. Yeah, I still have to remind myself, though. In my mind, yesterday, I was getting ready, getting amped up for the Carney High invite, but in my mind, we were going to the barn. Oh, That's I, the only I, thing I can think of. I, I did, too, and I had, this is a really silly story, but we always, where we would sit to do the broadcast there, that table was old, and it would tear your shirt. You'd leave and you'd have a wear spot. Well, I'm fat, so I rubbed up against the table more than maybe Doug, right? <laughs> but I was thinking about it last night. I was like, because every year I was like, okay, wear something that you don't tear up on the table. I remember, heck, we're not there. 
<laughs> Doug Duda, Larry Baker, and Frank Kuchera from the County High Wrestling Invite updating you on what's going on on a few of the matches here. By the way, at 145, when we get there, it will be a Wilson of Kearney, a wrestling camera of Lincoln East for the uh, first place medal at 145 pounds. So uh, that match is still to come as well. But as we get back over to uh, uh, what we have here for Tony Perez of Hastings, they go to the second period. They go both up. Fulner of Columbus leads Pereira of Hastings uh, 2-0. And again, one of the big matches, in case you just joined us, it was at 132 pounds. James of Kearney pinning Laux of Hastings after Laux had jumped out 4-0 going into the second period in a time of 2.38. McNeekin now of uh, Columbus leading Muling of Southwest 4-2 at 145. Spawn of Southwest leading Odell of East 12-6, and it looks like uh, we're about done uh, with that match and on to the next one. So uh, Spawn does pick up the victory, and now we've got uh, what we were talking about down here on Matt 1, fellas. So one one thing that Carney High does have in their favor that's going to come in to play in February is they have got a bunch of pinners on their teams, and this kid, Teontae Wilson, uh, wrestled nothing but JV until this year, till today, and he's a pinner. Um, he... Uh, Put in a lot of quality time this year. Got some big wins. Got a big pin over, um, uh, <laughs> what do you call that, Larry? That I'm was, not sure. That was a high C. I'm going to slide my leg all the way under you and cradle and pin you. <laughs> yeah. A cradler, He's a pinner, all right. He's a cradler. He's a headlocker. Uh, you named it. Uh, who did he, he pin somebody in freestyle this summer? David City ch- state champ. Um, Hernandez? Yeah, Hernandez. Right? Yeah. yeah. At a, could throw a headlock out of nowhere, as you saw cradles on display there. Uh, Very long. Yes. Teontae yeah. Wilson does finish it, as the guy said, with a pin in 47 seconds, so he wins the 145-pound weight class. And Perez of Hastings has just lost by a pin in three minutes and 25 seconds at 138 pounds. So Carney High picks up another champion here at 145 as we move on. And we'll see another Bearcat wrestler taking the mat down here in Judd Kuchera uh, for Carney High. He'll be wrestling at 152 pounds. He's picked up two wins today, and he has one loss on the day. Great switch off there. Kuchera does a great job there in on a single. The kid comes off of his legs, and instead of fighting it, he just switches right to a double. So Kuchera taking on Hydebrink, who has picked up one win today. Kuchera's loss was a first-period pin in the first round today to Zwingman of Columbus. And Zwingman has went 4-0 and today. Uh, and his match coming up against Bernie of Lincoln Southwest, uh, he can clinch it up with that win right there. Trying to run a little chicken wing there off to the side. I think he's going to get him turned with it. He's got to, got to go big step over the head here. Big step. There it comes. There's some back points. He's going to pin him with it. I think if he'd take one giant step, he'd settle him in. Now he's got to settle in. Plenty of time. Over a minute left here. That's got him tight. buried. Kuchera with the pin in 1-0-1 to go 4-1 today for the Carney High Jr. Winning the match there over Braden Hydebrink of Lincoln East. Grand Island's Jacob Sheldon is wrestling right now on mat number three against Alex Manzano of North Platte. Both have won a match today at 145 pounds. This is essentially for fifth place. 
You know, Frank, you're exactly right when you talk about bonus points. We've just, just in the recent piece here, saw three pins by the Bearcats. You know, in the big tournament like the state meet, to get those three pins, that gets you two extra points regardless of your placement going forward, anything like that. Well, in a sense, if you were to get three pins in the first period, that's no different than having three other kids win and move on because you get those points for move, you get two points for moving forward. When you get that pin, you're just doubling them up and it's like adding kids to your roster. It's an, it's an incredible, uh, weapon to have in a big tournament format. Absolutely. I mean, that, that the pin, that's the great equalizer. That's how upsets happen individually and in team races. Teams come out of nowhere. They get on a tear, whether it's one kid or two kids. They roll together two or three pins, and, and that, that's how you win tournaments. We're here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Frank Kuchera, rolling through, uh, not quite halfway, but just about there, of the uh, final round of the 2016 Carney High Wrestling Invite. Manzano of North Platte. Has a 2-0 lead over Sheldon of Grand Island as they wrestle the final seconds of the opening period with an early takedown as they get ready to go to period two. And Joe Keel of Hastings will take on Kalen Roth of Lincoln East at 160 pounds. Keel looking for his first win of the day. They are scoreless through the first minute. So while we have a little moment, let's take a break and be back with more of the wrestling invite as Keel gets a takedown for Hastings. We'll take a break. Be right back. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back to uh, Carney Bearcat Invitational 2016. Of course, a lot more wrestling as always. Uh, some that we are always able to get to include the Luplat Conference Wrestling Championship, the Amherst Invitational that first uh, Saturday. I think maybe it's the second Saturday this year. I can't remember exactly. Well, no, it is the first yeah, Saturday. It's the first Saturday coming back. January 2nd is a Monday, so we'll have that. Uh, we've got districts, we've got state, we've got state duels, and we hope to pick up a couple of just head-up duels uh, throughout the season as well, depending on how the schedule breaks. Uh, Doug Duda, going to update you right now on what we have on mat number three. It is Manzano of North Platte leading Jacob Sheldon of Grand Island 2-1, to one, 45 seconds to go in the second period as the wrestlers are on their feet. Sheldon got the escape here in the second period. Then you have Keel of Hastings and Roth of Lincoln East. They are doing some... Uh, Checking of the score over there. It looks like it is 3-3 as they get ready to go into the third period. They're going to switch it. They had it on the wrong side, so it's 4-3 actually in favor of Roth of East as they get ready to begin the second period. 
And then you've got Zwingman of Columbus, a 2-0 lead over Bernie of a Southwest here at 152 pounds. And Zwingman trying to finish things up uh, for Columbus and win this uh, win this weight. And he Zwingman. gets in and takes a 5-0 lead. Transitions nicely from a front uh, front headlock position, steps into a double leg. You know, I, I try and tell these kids all the time, uh, well, not all the time, but those, those few times that I get in to work with them, wrestling's not hard. Take the leg that's closest to you. Yeah. And always look to score from a front headlock, and, and that's what he did there. He just transitioned, let go of the front head, took the leg that was closest to him, take down. Yeah, that's a really important point to make, Frank. A lot of young kids or high school kids, a front headlock position becomes for them a hang-on position. They just, I mean, literally hang on to hang on versus learning to score from every position, and that's a scoring position. Yep, and that's what separates the dominant guys, you know, from, from, the, from the average guys. I was guilty of it. I, you know, you, it's that sense of security from out the front there. You're like, all right, good. I stopped his shot. Okay, let's get back to our feet. Instead of, you know, that mentality of bang on the head, get the corner, score right away. Well, because the thing is you've defeated the head-hands defense. Yeah. His head-hands defense is gone, and, and you can attack from that point. Now Roth uh, of Lincoln East has extended his lead over Keel of Hastings to 6-3. to three. We've got a little blood time midway through the second period. And over here on mat three, Manzano uh, has taken a 4-1 lead over Sheldon as they go to the third period. If you missed uh, what has happened already today, Braden Smith of Kearney uh, are able to uh, pick up uh, the uh, win today and uh, take the 106-pound championship. He beat Ramirez of Grand Island uh, in the final match today by a score of 3 to nothing, And then at uh, 113 pounds, we saw a good matchup. Mayfield uh, of, Col- of Lincoln East beat Kuchera of Columbus to win the weight class at 120 pounds. Philip Mumi of Kearney went a perfect 5-0 and and finished off with a uh, pin of Brumbaugh of Hastings in a minute and five. At 126 pounds, it was a cook coming away, the winner from Lincoln Southwest. In his final match, he beat Kowalik of uh, Kearney by a pin in 230, but his big win was the first one today over Urbina of Grand Island. Urbina ended up winning his final four matches, so he will finish in second. At 132, James of Kearney, after falling down 4-0 to Lauks of Hastings, gets the pin in two minutes and 38 seconds. And uh, that catches you up on a little bit there. Sepal of Kearney at 138 goes a perfect 5-0, pinning Aiken of Grand Island in 2 minutes and 32 seconds. And that at 145 pounds, Teontae Wilson of Kearney pins Cade Kammerer of Lincoln East in that 47 seconds to win the 145-pound weight division. And that takes us up to uh, where we're at uh, right now. Well, one thing you alluded to inadvertently there is with this format today, sometimes the best matchups weren't always at the last match of the day like you're accustomed to. And, uh, you know, some, some people, I know I was a slow starter, and uh, sometimes that, that's, that's a detriment <laughs> for some and, and uh, not so much for others. Well, you're built as a wrestler when it's tournament day. You're built to, I mean, every match means the same, but as far as where your mindset is, you ascend to that incredibly tough match as you go. And sometimes when it does catch you first thing in the morning, especially if you had a weight cut, a match like that, you know, uh, you always know that dude that's cutting all the weight. If you're going to beat him, you better do it first thing in the morning. It's over down here at 145 pounds. Manzano of North Platte with the 6-1 decision over Jacob Sheldon of Grand Island. So Sheldon gets one win today. Back over here on Mount 1. 
As they are in the uh, final period, a minute 45 to go, Kalen Roth of Lincoln East has an 8-6 lead over Joe Keel of Hastings. And now Carney is back on the mat down here at mat number three. Yeah, and Keel's doing a good job, Doug. Uh, he, he's just kind of been on the outside looking in the whole match, but he's put himself in a spot uh, where a takedown could get him the win or tie it up here. Zwingman of Columbus is going to end up uh, winning down here in the 152-pound essential final for him. He goes undefeated today, and he's about ready to finish it off with Carner Burney of uh, Lincoln Southwest. So Zwingman of Columbus leading it 11-3, about better to put it away. Trey Gruby of Kearney, Tyler Karstens of Lincoln Southwest. This is for the 160-pound championship, and, uh, Frank, we've already had some action. Yeah, like Larry said, this is number two ranks in the state, Gruby, and uh, number four, Carson's from uh, Lincoln Southwest. Gruby out to a 2-1 lead. Nice little arm drag uh, to his butt. Uh, turned the corner, got the easy takedown, and then uh, cut him loose. So he's up 2-1 uh, under a minute left in the first period. Yeah, and Gruby's another one of Carney High's hammers. Uh, very good wrestler in this lineup. And he's another one that, again, looks a little more physically mature this year. But he's another one that's somewhat tough to wrestle at times because of his length. Length is a real, it's, it's tough to finish on people that are long. He's very long. He's a little unorthodox, though, too. I mean, he kind of flies from the seat of his pants. Kind of like Nick James. He's more technical or, or, or more to the basics. But um, instead of an arm drag step in, he goes arm drag to his butt. You know, so little differences like that. Yeah, Karsten uh, had the leg up and pitted it. Group did a great job. Went whizzer wrist there. And, again, another thing a lot of times high school kids won't do, the whizzer. You've got to come to the wrist to keep him from finishing. A lot of guys don't do that. He went right to the wrist, peeled it off, and uh, allowed himself not to be taken down. And the first period will come to an end. Gruby of Carney leading Carstens of the Lincoln Southwest by a score of 2-1, to one, both seniors. Then back over here, Kalen Roth finishes off Joe Keel of Hastings by a score of 12-7. to seven. And at 152 pounds, Aiden Williams of Grand Island is taking on Emilio Ramos of North Platte. They have just begun there in their 152-pound match. Williams today has picked up uh, one win so far on the afternoon. And for Ramos, he has yet to pick up a win. So let's see if Williams can get his second one right here. Gruby takes bottom to start the second period over here at mat number uh, three in the 160-pound championship match. Well, Gruby does a nice job firing out, but Carson's is tough on top. The, the mistake was made was that Gruby just didn't have hand control. Preach to these guys, you got to fight that position, keep those hands from crossing the center line. Carson's riding top, tough with the spiral ride on top there. Uh, 170 pounds. We've got another match going on uh, down here between uh, North Platte and Carney on the mat. Just about ready to get underway between Braden Ruffin of North Platte and Reese Nickel of Kearney. Both have won all of their matches so far today. This is for the 170 championship. Yeah, and Ruffin, of course, the returning state champion, number one in the state. Groovy goes feet to back. I missed it, Doug. I don't I don't know what he did there, but, uh, again, he's a guy that's, that's not afraid to uh, put himself in danger for big points, and it paid off there. Yeah, he's up 6-1 to one now. Ruffin... Uh, has got a 2-1 lead on Nickel and looking to make it 4-1 to there with another takedown. Nickel's a great wrestler, sixth in the state as well. As I said, Ruffin, the returning state champion, just a tremendous wrestler from North Platte. 
Yeah, Ruffin, uh, I remember watching him last year in the state finals. Uh, I think he was kind of the underdog and uh, just had a phenomenal match, uh, put the match away early. And uh, you can just see he's just brimming with confidence today. He looks like a, a, a man amongst boys right here. Yeah. Beat yes. Odell of Lincoln East last year in the championship by a score of 10-5. to 5. And uh, had a good run last year. Uh, Ruffin uh, ended up with 50 wins on the season as a sophomore. He's junior, of course, uh, 50-3. and three. Big lift in return for Gruby down here on Matt 3 as he's uh, – Still up 6-1. they got some blood time. But that's something that takes the wind out of a guy's sails, too, on bottom. Uh, it it's, can be more mental than anything. If you can do a li big lift and return like that, you're not going to want to stand up again. Yeah, and Williams from Grand Island there, Doug, just gets a big wow. pin. He's had a great day as well. Again, another one of these guys in that lineup for Joey that is an up-and-comer. He's done a lot of wrestling this summer. He's, he's one of those guys that's in that uh, – Grand Island room that's going to uh, pay big dividends here at some point. We're ready to get the second period underway in the 170-pound final. Ruffin of North Platte, 8-3 over Reese Nickel of Kearney. And uh, Nickel chose bottom. Ruffin says, let's just wrestle from our feet. So it's 8-4. We've got a little blood time right before the end of the first period at 160 in the final. Gruby of Kearney leading Carsons of Southwest, 6-1. to Yeah, I do like Nickel there. He did. He's, he's trying. He's not just running away. I'd like to see him create an angle. His feet are very heavy. Uh, he's, he, he's not getting roughened to move at all and not creating any angles. And Nichols one of those guys. He's another guy that hasn't seen much varsity time till this year, but he's a senior. He's been in the program. You know, he's got solid technique. He's actually pretty tough on top. Um, he's, he's great in most positions. Today, I think he's just a little starstruck. And uh, you can see it. He's just he's just not getting his head off the mat. I think that's the third or fourth time that Ruffin's just gone behind him from the front head position. Well, and sometimes you get in these spots and, the you know, he's probably thought of this kid, the Ruffin and the state champ. Uh, he's so excited to put the real Bearcat uniform on, as you said, for the first time. And as you said, you might have just been a little starstruck just out of gas from a mental perspective by this point in the day. Yeah, some, sometimes guys are, are just happy to be here, you know, and, and, and that's okay. That happens. We see that a lot, and but it's something that he's going to learn from. We go to the third period, and Gruby and Carstens are going to go both up to start things here. Gruby up 6-1. Carstens going to have to find a way to get the old five-point move here to get back in this match. But Gruby continues to be the aggressor, and now Ruffin gets Nickel with a little near fall. I think we got a stroke, didn't we, Larry? Maybe not. He had him... Had him cradled up, but maybe didn't quite get the stroke. Yeah. He's up 10-4. to Ruffin is over Nickel. And Terry's not holding any there, the official. Uh, so, no, I don't think so. Uh, Ruffin's going to finish the period here. Only 15 seconds left up on top. It's 10-4. to He's just been able to do what he has, has wanted on his feet, has Ruffin. You know, Larry, we talked earlier about guys being over-aggressive in the third. I don't, I don't know how to put this, but last year, Trey Gruby had a penchant for making things interesting at the end of the match. So I'm kind of holding my breath here. There's still a minute left, but he's got that five-point lead right now. And this is where you want the kid. Look, you've, you've had a great match. You put yourself in this position. Create one good angle, get on a leg, and keep yourself from getting in big trouble here. Yep. This, is, this is where those stance motion drills come in, That's uh, right. come in handy. At the end of practice, guys are tired. They're like, God, Coach, why are we doing this? Got to have good position in these instances. And this is that point where... You shouldn't be thinking bonus points, but probably in your head you're going, okay, it's 6-1 if I can get one more good move and get a major decision, get it to 9-1, 10-1 here with a takedown well, and near fall. Here's the key, Doug. 
That's not greedy, and here's why it's not. The best way not to get thrown to your back is to get in on a leg and finish it. <laughs> you know, make it 8-1. to one. From good position, and they're That's starting right. to pick it up here a little bit. There's a little bit of headbanging going on down there. And at the 82-pound third-place match, it looks like after falling behind, Jaden Songster of North Platte is rallying from a 7-3 deficit midway through the second period to get the stick of Zach Baldwin of Columbus. So a little turnaround from behind there for a Songster of North Platte. Yeah, that started with a high flyer. I don't know if that's what finished it. I saw the thing, and then they kind of started flopping around, and I wasn't able to see actually if he finished that or what he was able to do to get the pin, but he did get it. Ruffin now has a 12-5 lead for North Platte over Reese Nickel of Kearney after another takedown and uh, let up. Down to 40 seconds to go in the match there. We've got a little blood time down here in the Groovy match in the third period. Still 6-1 Groovy. Yeah, and I think Groovy does have to be a little bit careful here. They really started to flail there. And when you've got a five-point lead, you don't want to end up in one of those flailing, crappie flop type deals. And there's only 10 seconds left, so every avenue is still available here to Groovy to kind of just stay away. In the final 10 seconds. Down to 20 seconds over here. Ruffin gets another takedown at 170 pounds. Braden's now up 14 to 5, which gets him to that major decision. And he'll ride it out here. He's trying to get one more little turn, but not going to happen. And Ruffin's going to win it by a score of 14 to 5. And North Platte's got a champion, as expected, here at 170 pounds. Yeah, he looks good. His body looks good. Without question there. Yeah, like I said, I watched him today. He's dominating. And uh, he's got that confidence, and he's, he's kind of got that chip on his shoulder where he knows he's at another level. And, yes. you know, these guys don't deserve to be out here. And that's what you want to see from your, from your high-level guys. No question. And that really was a good flurry to the finish there with Groovy. He did get another takedown, and then it got little chip at the end. I kind of like the edge Trey Groovy has. Groovy's got some fire. Uh, he's a ball player, too. You see him in the secondary for, for Kearney High. They were a playoff team this year, and he made some big plays. Um, and like I said, yeah, he's, he's got some fire. He likes some fireworks. He, he won't back down. Yeah, I like that. Well, it looks like, I believe, guys, Sean Jackson may have just received a forfeit here at 195 for Kearney High against Myers of Lincoln Southwest, which would make him the 195-pound champion. He went out, and now he's taking the uh, singlet down. We've got Damon Pape of Hastings at the 182-pound match now against Justin Shaw of Lincoln Southwest. 82, Pape of Hastings, a freshman, and he's won his matches so far today. Yeah, now you start talking about a tough weight to compete at as a freshman. You start getting up here about 170 and above. The guys that are wrestling up there are men, and sometimes freshmen haven't matured quite enough yet. I will say, Damon Pape, from all accounts that I've heard, is a, is already a man. Uh, yeah, he does have a lot of room to grow, but for like you said, for a freshman at this weight class, uh, as he matures, gets stronger, and um, gets a little more savvy, uh, he's going to be tough to deal with. Yeah, you just don't see it often. You know, we did with Colton Wolf. We're going to see him wrestle here in a little bit. He won a 170-ish pound state championship as a freshman, uh, and that kind of took Class A by surprise because that's a class of wrestling. You don't see that most generally. Here on uh, mat number two at 220 pounds, Albert Greenwood of Lincoln East 
has the takedown, and Izzy Bautista of Carney gets the escape. So Bautista down two to one a minute into their match here on mat number two. And at 182 pounds, Damon Pape and Justin Shaw are now 2-2 as they head towards the end of the first period. It's a chance for us to take a break and be back with more of the Carney High Wrestling Invite, another one of the big finals on the way at 2:20. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Larry Baker, and Frank Cuchera, I'm Doug Duda back with you here at the Kearney High Wrestling Invite. We've got some activity going on. And uh, let's get over to uh, mat number one, where we're in the uh, championships at 182 pounds, Frank. Pape's got a side headlock. I can't believe he let him off his back there. Had him in some serious danger. Uh, took him from his feet to his back. Um, then kind of transitioned into that headlock position there, but, but let him off his back. I've seen Pape wrestle a little bit today. Uh, he was in a barn burner with Leo Palamo from Carney High earlier today. I think it ended up 11 to 9 or 12 to 9, and, and the difference was a couple of lateral drops by Pape, believe it or not. Um, so he's, he's he's got the potential for firepower, but he's he's still a, a little bit sloppy. And speaking of uh, Leo Paloma, right now he's taking on Alex Castilla of Grand Island in the fifth place match, and Paloma, just as we said, that turns him and gets the pin in 101. Boy, the pin into the Bearcats. It's been the the theme of the finals here. I mean, they're turning, guys. Izzy Bautista has tied his match at 220 with Albert Greenwood of Lincoln East, 2-2, about a minute to go in the second period. Oh, nice scramble down here. Pape just tries to manhandle him with a cow catcher. See, when you're big and strong, you can show up at them tournaments, them junior high tournaments, and give them the old cow catcher flop. And Shaw kind of back arches through it, and Shaw got some points at the end there. Got a seven, seven five now for Boy, Pape. Pape is put together, isn't he? Bautista and Greenwood both trying to throw each other right here. Bautista in on the bear hug. Oh, Big Izzy with the back trip bear hug. Oh, out of bounds. That was down. a fabulous technique there if he does that inside. Instead of most kids try to trip with their hips square, he got his hips to the side, so there was no pressure on the trip. That was a dynamite job. So we're winding down here, but again, Larry, give us a little preview uh, of our 220 final. Again, uh, the two or three big finals today at 132. James of Carney got the pin over Laux of Hastings after falling down 4 nothing, getting the pin in 232 today. And really the other big feature match is coming up at 220. Well, yeah, you've got Connor Wolf, who's, or Colton Wolf, excuse me, from Columbus, who's a two-time state champion, and he's going to wrestle Connor Clanton from Lincoln Southwest. Rated number one in the state at 220, uh, state runner-up last year. 
What we don't know is Colton Wolf going down. Is he on his way to 195? Why is he at 220 today? He's not a 220-pounder. He's slick. He does a good job. But can he handle 220 pounds? Bautista and Greenwood still 2-2 with 40 seconds to go in the second period. And Frank back over to the 182-pound championship. Pape of Hastings leads Shaw southwest 7-5. And Pape's on bottom. Shaw's not been able to turn him. Yeah, so Shaw's got to figure out, is he going to fish or is he going to cut bait here? It's a minute left, and he's down by two, and he's and he's riding him out. Pape's, Pape's going to lay there. I, I, maybe maybe there's one stall warning on him. But but uh, Pape, Pape is just laying there. But the Southwest wrestler is hip-locked. If he just gets out to the side, he'll get the stall. Southwest gets a little bit high on the hips. Pape rolls right through, gets a reversal there. So now he's 9-5. Still 40 seconds to go in the match. Pape looks good, but he's a heart attack kid to coach right now, I think. He's got to stay behind the arms. Stay behind the arms. Don't get too high. Don't hang your head. That's exactly right. Don't forget when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. We'll recap all of uh, the results, team points. Carney's going to win the uh, meet. Uh, Columbus is going to have to make a heck of a run to catch Southwest here in the last few matches. Uh, right now they're down 18. And we'll also talk with Coach Swarm and uh, keep it with us here. You can see Shaw comes to his feet there, turn, turns in. Right away, desperation. Pape controlled the situation through a bear hug and then just let him go and time runs out. So Hastings will get a champ today, but it's 182 pounds with Damon Pate, a 9-6 victory. You know, and just seeing Hastings today, they are up and coming here. They're on the rise. I think they'll compete very well in Class B without question. What do you think, guys, when they have a unique situation where Hastings High and Adams Central are both in the top ten in Class B? I mean, that's great, you know, when you look at that. Uh, and I the, guess I, I'll, I'll take it another one. I'll go ahead and say it. Big brother, little brother. Adam Central doesn't want to be looked at as the little brother. Hastings doesn't want to necessarily. They want to be the big boys. But now all of a sudden they're right next to each other in the rankings, and they're going to be right next to each other throughout the season. Yeah, and Adam Central's been the big boy of that town, actually. I know, You know, I mean, they've been the big brother on that deal. We are down to just a handful of matches to go here right now in our uh, 220-pound match. Well, let's get over here. we got a quick pin on a mat three where Elmer Gray of Grand Island is pinned by Dylan Holstein of Lincoln Southwest. They each got a win today, but that pin's going to happen in 52 seconds. And Izzy Bautista, who trails 4-2, to two, is wrestling from the top, trying to get a turn here and get back points, and it looks like he's going to get them, Larry. He's finally getting them. He's got legs scissored, body around the body had a nice power half there looks like he got a three he's going to get three three near fall to take a one point lead one minute to go in the match he's a little bit high he's got to get his hips back that's right he did a pretty good job i'd get the leg out right now yeah those big guys they get they get a little greasy there in the third period it's easy to slide off 195 pounds eric ortiz of grand island trying to pick up another win over aperspa of lincoln east who has not won today but ortiz has and they are scoreless in the first minute. This is and gonna get interesting here, the the Batista Greenwood match here. They yeah. do get off the edge of the match, so there is a restart. Greenwood on bottom trailing Batista five four forty four seconds to go. Because my guess is Batista won't be able to ride him. Those big guys get greasy here, and it's tough for 45 seconds to hold him down. Locked hands. And that now ties he has it. no choice. He's gonna have to ride him now. 
Wow. Big mental mistake for Bautista there. Yes, it is. So that ties the match with 38 seconds. And now you can't give up the late escape where it just turns into a chase. He's got to ride him for sure. Yeah, it looks like 30 seconds. looks like they've decided to ride. Yeah, and I like going to the claw, going to the spiral ride with that claw. Yep. Hang on in the crotch. Stays on. And he turned, turned him earlier. I mean, so it's, it's not out of the question. I'm just, he's getting a little high there. Boy, he's getting aggressive with that. He's got a side cradle locked up. Did he get a two count? Yeah, he he did. did. That was a quick two count. I love it. Dale Bean, one of the better officials in the state of Nebraska. Wow, how about that? Most guys hang on, hang on to an ankle, try and go to overtime. Now Batista. And he did a good job. He didn't get lazy with the cradle and try to take it back. He scooted his body over and did it technically correct, and that's why he scored on it. He went quick, but he, he didn't hurry. He didn't hurry. Wow, great finish there. Most kids try to take that cradle over with their body on the wrong side. Batista did a great job circling his body and uh, doing the technique correctly. It's why he won the match. Down here at 195, Ortiz of Grand Island ends up getting pinned in 155, so that will end his match. The big 220 coming out. It always That, that quick two count that you just referred to, it always reminds me of a very famous saying from one of the uh, great officials in the entire state of Nebraska, one Mr. Sir James Langan, who said, I don't buy my groceries, in this case, Lincoln. I buy them in Carnegie. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Jimmy. couple of matches, it looks like, is what we are down to. And uh, our 220-pound match, the last uh, probably big match, a special match here. And it's going to be our special moment of the day, brought to you by Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And for Ortiz down there, he was ahead. That's what made it a little rough is that he got turned and pinned. So right in front of us, 220. Right there's the trouble. Right there's the trouble. Wolf does a technique that he finishes on everybody with, but he ends up underneath Clanton. And Clanton has smashed him here. We'll see what Wolf can do here. He's gonna hang, hang on, hang on for a. High, you know, you think that was a little shell shock for him? That well, I mean, just little, you haven't been pounded like that. A how you doing? Yeah. All he's got to, I mean, he's got to create angles, and he'll be okay. He's more athletic than Clanton, but if if Wolf gets that weight underneath Clanton, there's gonna be trouble there. And as you know, Frank, there's nothing in wrestling that saps it out of you quicker than ending up underneath somebody hanging on with your arms extended. It just the energy bar goes away. And the other match that's going on at heavyweight right now is Lee Harrington of Kearney and Cy Marshall of Columbus, both undefeated so far here today. So the 220 and 285 finals, all we've got left right here from the Kearney Wrestling Invite on KKPRFM, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and it's a, it's a big match. Marshall's number one in the state. With Harrington from Kearney, number three, Doug. So this is a 1-3 matchup. So we had a beautiful quick takedown here. Far ankle pick by Colton Wolf. He's been dominating that front headlock position. The question is, we haven't seen any offense out of Clanton yet. Uh, Wolf's been butt to the center, controlling the mat the whole match. It's going to be hard for Clanton to create angles. Wolf is so athletic. And he moves well. Wolf, a perfect 55 and 0 last year, but the final was close, 5-3 over Kerr from Pius at 195 pounds. As Larry's been talking about, uh, some of what's been going on with with the weight 
So we talked about Wolf control on the center, and there's there's Clanton's first stall warning already in the first period. There's a double leg attempt by Clanton, out of bounds at the buzzer, no points. But did you see the power of Clanton? And if he'll pull the trigger, he's got he's got some gas in that tank. There's a lot of lead there. Clanton beat Alcott of Columbus in the third place match last year at State by a score of four to three. So very familiar with the Discoverers and uh, Marshall of Columbus last year, the State runner-up. Uh, had the injury default out uh, to Grinnell of Grand Island. We remember that from last year. Yeah, he'd gotten hurt, concussion in the semifinals. This will be interesting, especially early in the year, to see the test the gas tank on both of these guys. Two guys, upper weights that are dominant. They're not used to seeing third period much. Um, no, and I'm, I'm I'm surprised Wolf isn't going to cut him here. Yeah, uh, using a, using a lot of a uh, lot of energy. And he gets a stall call for not, for not returning. Yeah, and, and I, he, he was always going to give the escape up. Harrington and Marshall wrestle a scoreless first period, and Marshall will choose bottom to start the second period. They didn't give him the escape on the edge there, though. No, so, I mean, that really works out. You got the stall call, and you're still going to get a score here. Two to one uh, in your Wolf match, leading Clanton with a minute 20 to go in the second. And Clanton on bottom here in the second period. And back over at heavyweight, Marshall is able to get the escape about 15 minutes into the second period, so he leads Harrington one nothing. I think Wolf's got to be careful here. He's got one stall warning, and, and he's clearly not trying to turn no. here. He's off to a side headlock. He's got to get his got to get a leg hooked. Right now, the best case is to hang on, go out of bounds, or a stalemate, and they go out of bounds. Yeah, he needs to just cut him here. He kind of had that side headlock. Initially, he had the ankle hook like he wanted the Olsen roll or something like that, but then it just turned into he's just hanging out here. So the question is, is Colton Wolf trying to avoid from going down in the third? If he's able to ride him out, he can go both up. That's right, which is a solid strategy. Nice cradle leg. Clanton got lazy there. Not Stepped up. Colton Wolf with the fall. Just it, like that. Wow. You, you said it. He got lazy with the way he stepped up. Wolf is athletic, and he, he might not be big, but he's long. Boom, cradle, and sucked it uh, back in a, in a spot where it was just going to end the match. Rule number one on bottom, hand fight, hand control. Rule number two, don't put your knee by your head. That's exactly Especially right. Especially if you don't have hand control. Colton Wolf of Columbus wins by pin in 316. Guys, how surprised are you that the two big matches today both ended in Fairly similar fashions and early second period pins. Well, the pinning doesn't surprise me. Both guys that, that won by pin, they're dynamite, right? They're, they're outstanding wrestlers, and they're known for pinning. And, uh, you know, that's what happens in big matches. Big-time guys show up. Well, because both guys are going to go out and let her fly. And, and in that spot, when people do that, most generally somebody gets caught. That's, that's the one thing... Not one thing, but one of the things that I always uh, marvel out about wrestling, you see the great guys pin so many of their opponents, but you know what? Once you get the guy in trouble, it doesn't matter if he's 3-18 and 18 or he's 22-0. and 0, They have the same trouble getting out. I mean, it's it's kind of it doesn't matter the level of competition. You're not going to catch him as often, but once you catch him, it's usually always over. There's a whole bunch of places uh, and positions you can put your body and remain athletic and explosive. Lay down on your back. You're nor athletic or explosive. And, guys, Lee Harrington gets the takedown here right before the end of the second period at the heavyweight championship, and he now leads Marshall 2-1, to one, and he gets choice to take bottom 
here in the third against the defending state runner-up. I'd cut him. He is. Yep. Good caller. Yep. I would cut him here and just go right to your feet. Harrington, big-time head-hands defense, move, fight position, win this thing right here for the Bearcats. You guys are talking about Lauks looking a little better, bigger. Lee looks a little bit bigger here than Marshall when you're talking heavyweights. Yeah, Harrington looks good. I don't know about Marshall. I do know Harrington did a lot of summer wrestling. Oh, man, there's a lot of headbanging going yeah, on down Marshall's there. These guys are to... getting at it. Oh, nice single-leg attempt, but he didn't follow, didn't get the corner. Great defense by Harrington trying to get a go behind here. Edge of the mat. Great scrambling. No, Harrington, Harrington. Harrington has to wrestle on the edge. Marshall quit moving. Can't believe it. It looked like Harrington was going to quit wrestling right there, and it was Marshall that quit. Marshall, I think, thought they were off the mat, which we all know well. Do whatever you're supposed to do, whatever you do to the whistle, do it to the whistle. I think he was ready for the restart. I think Lee thought the same thing, and then he was the first one to realize it and just fell on top of him. I don't ride and put myself in danger here. I do it about to the spot where I think I could get called, and I cut him. Don't want to get rolled here. Lee Harrington wants a cradle. 5-1 Harrington. Let it go. Minute 15 to go in the match over Marshall of Columbus. Would this be Carney's biggest win of the day, guys? This would be a good win. Could, could be. It could be. It would be right up there. Marshall gets the escape, and now you can see the gas tank starting to run on empty. But Marshall just, yeah, there it is. See, well, the official says to. quit headbutting him. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I mean, th- this is getting to where you could uh, technical violation some of that. And he's talking to him before the restart. That's how Marshall wanted to get in last time. He kept headbutting Harrington and then was able to get his shot. Key Sweater was just staring at the scoreboard, and I could read his lips. He was going through how many he needed. And Marshall with a quick takedown, and then he cuts him. Cuts him. Did he get? Did he get the one? No, he no, didn't, he didn't give cut the him. one. He's got to cut him. Got to allow separation. Let Harrington face him. I don't think he realizes it yet. Marshall hasn't realized he's got to cut him. Forty seconds to go. Harrington's got to be Harrington's careful when he gets be up. Ready to wrestle. It's six four Harrington, but now Marshall's turned the tables with thirty seconds to go. Harrington's got to wrestle. Don't lean. Wrestle. Harrington's wrestle, gassed here. Wrestle on the edge. That, it doesn't matter what level. That drives coaches crazy. Yes. That's the difference in this match right now. But Harrington's got to finish this match. Marshall's getting some momentum. 27 seconds restart. Harrington's getting a little he might, a little yeah. over aggressive. This yeah. is how he got taken down just 30 seconds ago. Marshall got to be careful standing straight up because Marshall's got a decent low-level shot. 15. Harrington's good position here. Marshall's got his head down. Harrington front head and arm. Stalemate call for 10 seconds. No stall warning, so Harrington could do a little dance in here, which is tougher for a heavyweight. He's got a circle, though. He's got a circle and just not fall off right now. And then he falls off to the side, he gets taken down. He's got to stake. And Marshall doesn't have it in the tank. Harrington's able to hold on. Lee Harrington knocks off preseason number one, 6 4, to win the heavyweight championship. Boy, the Bearcats look good. You know, you don't know what all of the competition was. They, they wrestled a lot of good kids, I felt, today. But I think the Bearcats look good. I think Hastings looks uh, like they're coming. Well, a good final round. Yeah, great matches to end the day here. Well, it wasn't the same. We didn't have a, a bracket out in front of us with the pool play. But, uh, guys, it kind of played out that way. Uh, in, in most cases, there was only a couple of weight classes where really one and two or undefeated wrestlers didn't uh, face off in the last round. So uh, even even in that uh, coach's room this morning, they got it pretty right. Yeah, it turned out. I, I thought I'd say it was a success. I mean, uh, say what you want, but um, the goal was to get guys some quality matches today, and uh, I think they did that.
Yeah, no question. Well, let's take a break. When we return, it is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll get a coach's chat. We'll give you the final results. I do believe we have a meets outstanding wrestler, and we'll find out who that is. So stay with us here on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value long. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Time now for the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Here are the final placings of the day at 106 pounds. Fourth place goes to Jackson Morrow of Lincoln Southwest. Third place to Dylan Miller of Hastings. Second to Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island. And first place goes to Braden Smith of Kearney. He defeated Ramirez in the final round by a score of 5-1. to one. At 113 pounds, fourth place to David Mendoza of Grand Island. Riley Steele of Kearney was third. Carter Cuchera of Columbus. Max Mayfield of Grand Island was your champion. Mayfield beat Cuchera in the last match today, 14-5. to five. At 120 pounds, fourth place to Brecklin Sperling of Lincoln East, Jordan Pulver of Lincoln Southwest third, Jordan Barber of North Platte second, and Philip Mooney of Kearney High was your winner. He beat Mason Brumbaugh of Hastings in the uh, final match of the day. At 126 pounds, fourth place to Branton Flanders of North Platte. Third place at 126 pounds today went to Kearney High's Colton Kowalik. Kowalik finishes in third. Emerson Urbina of Grand Island second. Chayton Cook of Lincoln Southwest was the winner. Again, Cook beat Urbina in the first match of the day by a score of 8-7. to seven. So one of just a couple of weight classes where things weren't decided here uh, on air. At 132, Dom Triddle of North Platte fourth. Grand Island's Colton Sliva third. Connor Laux of Hastings second. Nick James of Kearney first. How about that, guys? The three Tri-City kids, 1-2-3 at 132 pounds. Well, you like to see that because it was a good weight. Solid weight early on. It's great to see top guys meeting up early on in the season. And in the finals, it was James of Kearney getting the pin over Laux of Hastings in two minutes and 48 seconds. At 138 pounds, 
fourth to Gavin Aiken of Grand Island, Jack Spawn of Lincoln Southwest third, Cade Fulner of Columbus second, and Tyson Siepel of Kearney was the winner. He beat Aiken in a pin in 223 in the final match of the day. At 145, Barrett Muling of Lincoln Southwest fourth, Avery McMeekin of Columbus third, Cade Kammerer of Lincoln East second, and Teontae Wilson of Kearney was the winner by beating Kammerer in a fall in 47 seconds. And, guys, I think that was the quickest final of the day, and it was pretty impressive. You guys didn't have the exact terminology to determine what he did, but as uh, old Fleshman would have said, he put the funk on him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, congratulations there to uh, Teante. Moving on to 152 pounds, fourth place to Connor Burney of Lincoln Southwest, Aiden Williams of Grand Island third, Jed Kuchera of Kearney second, and Carson Zwickman of Columbus was the winner. Uh, now, earlier in the day, he beat Kuchera in the first round by a pin in 45 seconds. That was the difference between first and second. At 160, Weston Martinson of Columbus was fourth, Kalen Roth of Lincoln East third, Tyler Carstens of Lincoln Southwest second, Trey Gruby of Kearney is your champion, and uh, he was a winner over Carstens by a score of 8-1. to one. At 170 pounds, fourth place went to Andrew Mothersbaugh of Lincoln East, Caston Grape of Columbus third, Reese Nickel of Kearney second, Braden Ruffin of North Platte was the winner. He beat Nickel by a 14-5 major decision. At 182 pounds, fourth place to Zach Baldwin of Columbus, third to Jaden Songster of North Platte, Justin Shaw of Lincoln Southwest second, and Damon Pape of Hastings, the freshman, is your champion at 182. He beat Shaw 9-6. Again, we talked about it at the moment, but how impressive is that to have a freshman at that weight class come to a very good tournament and win it the opening week of the year. Pretty impressive. Um, he might have surprised a few people today. Uh, the cat's out of the bag, though, now. People are people are going to watch. be ready for him. Uh, he's going to probably take some losses today. Like I said, he's, he's going to need – he's got a lot of things to clean up. He does make some freshman mistakes, but uh, no doubt uh, to, to, to win it at 182 as a freshman, he's a tough kid. Yeah, and I think you said it, the cat's out of the bag in the, on two things. One, the kid's for real. He's on the scene. But the other thing is, at, this, at least at this point in his career, the recipe is there to beat him, and that's to get him to roll around. He likes to roll around too much. They'll get it fixed in him, I'm sure, but he gets to rolling around, and you get done with one of those roll-around sessions, and you look up, and you just gave up seven points. Roll around, and, and I'd like to see his, his gas tank get tested, too. It looked like he was a little bit weary at the end of a couple of those matches, but uh, hey, credit to him. Came out with the W today. 195 pounds. This was just a four-man bracket. Jarrett Myers of Lincoln Southwest, fourth. Eric Ortiz of Grand Island, third. Peyton Spa of Lincoln East, second. Sean Jackson of Kearney, the winner, and he uh, won that last match via forfeit, so he didn't get to wrestle too much today, did Sean. At 220 pounds, Albert Greenwood of Lincoln East, was fourth, Izzy Batista of Kearney third with a nice little third-place match. Connor Clanton of Lincoln Southwest, the runner-up, and Colton Wolf of Columbus, the winner by beating Clanton via the pin at the 316 mark. And finally, at heavyweight, Dylan Holstein of Lincoln Southwest fourth, Drake Renke of Lincoln East third, Cy Marshall of Columbus, the number one-ranked wrestler, second because Lee Harrington of Kearney was able to uh, beat him uh, here this afternoon by a score of 6-4 to four and claim the overall championship. Taking a look at the uh, final uh, team results, I don't know, guys, if there was anything that was too shocking. Uh, Carney High is uh, able to come away and uh, pick up the uh, championship 
uh, here today. Their final team total actually was a lot more than we thought. They give them a lot more in the final round. 226 and a half. Lincoln Southwest 139, Columbus 3rd with 130, Lincoln East 4th with 106, Grand Island 5th with 93, North Platte 676, and Hastings had a champ and a runner-up, but was 7th with 58 points. Uh, Frank, anything, uh, and then Larry, that stood out to you about the way the team race played out? Uh, As far as the team race, hey, the Bearcats did a nice job of uh, breaking in the new digs. I don't know what you... I don't know if this is the barn or the shed. I, I'm not sure what you guys want to call it. The but plaza. Um, The plaza. Yeah, the, it's got to be something you know, more yeah, new. Yeah, very nice, very nice. No, they, they came in and they did what they were supposed to do. Um, they, they probably overperformed in a few spots, but I didn't feel like there were any spots that they, that they underperformed um, from, from top to bottom. And uh, it was a good day for them. That's who I think the Bearcats are that this year. You're really seeing it. And, again, if you know all the coaches in that room, uh, they, this team now, it's, I mean, really in that spot here, the years have built with these guys enough that you're starting to see those guys come out in these kids, and they're not going to underperform. And they'll, it may be different dudes every week, but somebody's always, there's going to be a group of them that's always going to overperform. That's why I do think they're a dangerous team at the end of the year. One thing I am excited about after uh, the, the heavyweight match is uh, the Carney High at Columbus duel. I think it's at, I think they duel at Columbus this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I haven't been to a duel in Columbus since 1997. And it's a raucous place that I wrestled in. Or no, Ring wait, the bell, baby. But they shut the lights off. They yes. turned the music up. They got the smoke machines. Um, that could be a fun. Yeah. We're talking about a place that's got. The type of tradition that's, uh, uh, you know, Grand Island had a great run, right? Well, Columbus had several of those back in the 70s and the 80s. And uh, that place, uh, they can get a gym rocking, yep. and that, that would be a great place. And uh, do that one right and start it at 106 so you end with those two dudes. We will take a final break, see if we can catch up with Coach Swarm and wrap things up from the 2016 Carney High Wrestling Invite right after this timeout. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. With all the buzz surrounding weed resistance and new technologies, are you having a hard time deciding on next year's soybean crop plan? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been evaluating all of your potential soybean management combinations and have solutions for your farm, including our very own A-brand Liberty Link soybeans. This locally tested brand of soybeans allows you to take control of your soybean yields, enjoy clean fields with safe application and approved in-crop chemistry. See an Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist to see if A-brand Liberty Link cropping system is the right fit for your fields. Aurora Cooperative, putting Owner's equity to work. And welcome back to high school wrestling here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're joined by head coach Ty Swarm and 
Coach, we were talking during the break there. Uh, just your thoughts on, on how the day went. Uh, there were, you, you won the two toss-up matches that we talked about uh, at 85 and at uh, 32 today uh, in kind of similar fashion. So that was exciting, but you also crowned a lot of champions today. What did you What did you think? Yeah, I mean, we... we definitely wrestled very well today we got some that we didn't know coming in where where those guys were going to stand you look at 138 wide open today uh tyson sepal wins the whole thing uh i think you could say the same thing for tiante wilson with the idea that tiante's put himself out there quite a bit in the off season and people know who he is but uh those two guys came in and wrestled outstanding today uh we we knew we had some tough guys we we got five returning placers we always think that those guys are going to kind of power through for us but uh you throw in braden smith at 106 talented freshman comes in and wins that weight class beats a good kid from grand island that's state ranked uh so we were really excited about that one as well well i think that's where it, it opens my eyes a little bit when you have all the replacers but then you have new kids or non-state placers or non-state qualifiers that come out here today and win a championship which still Bakes, we've talked about this. You win a championship. Sometimes it's harder to do it at the Carney Invite than most everywhere else you go. Yeah, and, and I, I think you're exactly right. This is a tough tournament. When you've got the number two, three, five, and seven in A and seventh ranked in, in B in a tournament, you know out of seven teams that's a pretty good field. So the, the wrestling level was very high, good quality today, and you know, we're very happy with our performance. We, we can't be more pleased with what we saw. We came away injury-free, high energy. Uh, great, great day to b- break in the new gym for us. Yeah, Coach Swarm, I, the the bonus points were everywhere today, and that's something you guys have really built on and done well over the last couple of years. Uh, tell us about how that. I mean, are are you expecting that to stay? We've seen you guys always been pretty electric from there, but those are a lot of points later in the year. Yeah, absolutely, a lot of points. Uh, we really preach uh, just embracing the wrestling and, and not worrying so much about the wins and losses. Obviously, we want to win matches, but we want to wrestle and we want to be creative on that mat and just get our guys out there and, and kind of take that fear of what if I do this, what if I do that out of their head and just let them open up. And that really showed today to, to prove to put some bonus points on the board. Wouldn't you agree that you don't have any better kid that embraces that than your 132 pounder, Mr. James. That kid lives for just every second yeah. that he gets to do it. I tell you, he's so dangerous. And Connor Laux, I, I could go on and on about how good. talented he is, and he looked very, really good. Um, kind of took control of that match, but Nick is so dangerous and so athletic. I don't know many kids that have the kind of hips that he has, and so he's in that kind of a match with anybody. And what an exciting match yes. to, to have the, the fans watch. I thought. It was kind of a nice spotlight match at the end of the day. So, um, you know, great great competition. Hats off to both of those guys. Talk a little bit about your heavyweight. Great match. He's wrestling a great kid. Uh, both those kids state ranked, of course. But Lee did a good job controlling what was looking like to get a little bit out of hand. And he was able to control that thing and not kind of give it up at the end. Talk a little bit about what he's done to put himself in this position. We, we preach a lot about controlling the fire. And Cy uh, uh, Marshall was starting a fire. He was coming back. He was mounting his comeback. And you just got to keep in the heat of things and settle things down to where you want it and not let that kind of continue to stir on you. Uh, Lee has put on about 35 pounds from last year. He is a big boy right now, and I'll tell you what, he has got a lot stronger. Uh, he moves guys around. He's about 30 pounds on Cy Marshall today. Uh, so you, you saw a little bit of a, a size advantage, but Cy Marshall's a pretty athletic kid. He yes, can move he very well. 
Well, and and uh, Frank Cuchero was talking about it. The Columbus Carney duel is on the uh, 19th at their place, so yes. uh, that that could be interesting. And I'll tell you, Columbus duel is as good as any duel you've ever been to. They bring quite the crowd out. Um, it's an electric atmosphere, and I I can guarantee they're going to be ready to wrestle us that night. Uh, you know, it's been it's been over the years a traditional. Uh, kind of rivalry, and so I think we're going to continue to see that this year as well. Coach, make sure they started at 106 so we get that heavyweight finish. Well, I, I think uh, we'll probably try to make that happen, yeah. for sure. Uh, last minute here with Ty Swarm. We'll let him get back down there to accept the uh, championship trophy here. Uh, you had eight champs. Not everybody's a champ. What would you think about the rest of the crew today? Anything that stood out from earlier in the day when we weren't live here on air? Well, I tell you, our little 13-pounder fell into a really tough bracket. You got Carter Cuchera, Max Mayfield. Those are some of the top guys in the state. Uh, Riley Stills has been wrestling for one year. Literally started wrestling last year in eighth grade, and he is a talent. And he's going to be coming up and getting better and better. We're very proud of him. You look at 126. That's Colton Kowalik. He's probably a 20-pounder bumping up, to be honest with you. And he did a great job. I think he battled back, got third for us today. Jumping up, I could talk about 170. You got. Reese Nickel, he's a senior. Reese is a product of what we pride ourselves in our junior varsity program, and he's put himself out there uh, as a senior leader and, and battles into a second-place finish today as well. Um, Leo Palamo, I think, finished third, maybe fourth. No, he dropped clear to fifth, I think. Yeah. Uh, lost to some tough kids. This is a tough weight bracket. And I'll tell you, Damian Pape is one outstanding wow. young man. Uh, as a freshman to step in and do what he did up a weight class, Almost unheard of at an at a, at a, at a upper weight. Talk about what you've got uh, next week. Uh, this, the Scut duel was in Kearney after the first of the year last year, but it's at Scut on Thursday. And then, of course, the two big uh, weekend tournaments you've got here before Christmas. Yeah, we go to Scut. Um, that'll be on TrackCast, so people can kind of watch that. I think they might do some television locally there. Uh, obviously, when you talk about Omaha Scut, we're, we're trying to wrestle some of the best competition in Nebraska. And that's going to be a great duel. You look at them on paper, just like last year, uh, it's going to be a heck of a matchup. So we're excited to go to their play. We know that'll be a great duel. The next day we go to Council Bluffs Classic. Usually anywhere between 35, 36 teams there from six, seven states. A great venue there at the Mid-America Center. Really kind of feels like a miniature state tournament. So it gives our guys a feel for that two-day weigh-in, kind of the the atmosphere that the uh, state tournament might have. So it's a really good uh, uh, opportunity for us to go get some great matches early in the year. Do you think Scott uh, will be wrestling with the that proverbial chip on the shoulder they're not ranked number one in most of the places i'm looking gretna scott's bluff uh scott's sitting there at the two hole but people think that the the run ends this year uh have you have you had conversations with with coach and no but i i I, I think i would put a spin on that if i was him you know they have had their lock on class b for a long time uh but uh gretna has proved to put some power into to play there and and like you said Scott's Bluff, and you could name a couple other teams in the mix. B is, is definitely one that's up for play this year. Um, Chaz DeVetter's a great coach. He's going to have those guys ready. They pride themselves on wrestling there at Omaha Scott, and we need to walk in there and be at our best to beat them on that night. Bakes, anything else for the coach? No, no. keep it going, Ty. They look good. I appreciate it. Thanks again for the coverage. Love having you guys here. Well, Carney High, uh, there's, of course, in the sport of wrestling, you don't get to be home very often, but uh, the next home get-together will be a duel with North Platte on the 12th, but do remember that Carney does host the conference tournament right before Districts uh, this year. Which Districts is here as well, so we're excited about that. 
And that duel with North Platte is going to be a side-by-side -side duel with UNK. It'll be a great night to, to come out and watch some wrestling here at Kearney High School. They've been able to do that now a couple times. It'll be pretty cool. Ty, we'll let you get down there. Thanks, man. Thank you again. We'll take a break, wrap it up right after this. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. Well, you've been listening to the New West Post Game Show. It is a very busy day in sports. Again, Carney Catholic Holdridge uh, getting ready for the boys' game right now on ESPN 1460. That'll be followed by the Big Ten Championship game, Penn State and Wisconsin, just after 7 o'clock. In the SEC Championship, it is Alabama 33, Florida 16. They've just got the second half uh, underway. Earlier today, the Kearney Catholic girls rolled Holdridge 54-22. to The Nebraska men, a dozen-point winner. I think it was 73-61. I've got it jotted down here over South Dakota. The UNK men and women playing at Missouri Southern. Hastings College was home today against Dort. But that's not the Hastings-Dort we're worried about. Hastings-Dort Volleyball National Championship tonight in Sioux City. Best of luck to the Broncos. And right now they are playing in the National Championship of men's soccer in Hastings College down in Delray Beach, Florida. What an accomplishment would be. It already is, but if they could bring home both national championships. A lot more about that Monday on the Doug and Daddy Show. And, of course, Nebraska Volleyball plays tonight against TCU, who's on a tear, and that's at 7 o'clock on Nebraska Educational Television. And Creighton upset Kansas yesterday, so volleyball continues to be strong. Wrestling, the Huskers uh, have three teams that they were doing today in Michigan State, Drexel, and Princeton. Uh, for the Lopers, somewhere out at the Cliff Keen invite. And uh, for UNK and Hastings, the rest of the team down at Fort Hayes State. Uh, but Carney wins it here. They have eight of the 14 champions. And, uh, Larry, anything else? No, I just uh, – wrestling in the Tri-Cities is healthy, Doug. Carney will factor into the team race in February. They stay healthy. And on this trajectory, I'm just telling you, it, just in looking at them, even looking into the eyes of Coach Swarm as he visited there a little bit off air, there's something about this group of Bearcats – I thought really Grand Island, they're young, they're in a rebuilding phase. I liked what I saw out of them. Uh, they're tremendously coached. Their kids look good, and Hastings looks scrappy. Hastings has got something going on. You and I have noticed this over the last three or four years. What they've got going on is legit. Wrestling in the Tri-Cities looks good. Carney and Carney Catholic, Hastings and Adams Central, all state-rated to start the season. We want to thank all of you that join us every time we put a little wrestling on the air. Keep it here for our next wrestling meet. We'll let you know when and where that's at, along with some of the favorites that we always have. And for Larry Baker and Frank Kuchera, thanks so much for their assistance. Outstanding stuff here today. 
This is Doug Duda for our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. It is Carney High winning it today with uh, Lincoln Southwest, the runner-up, Columbus third. Eight champs for Carney High, including Nick James and Lee Harrington winning a battle of state-rated wrestlers in the final. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win.